commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the deep core to the outer rim territories, I'm Grex Kondak, and this is Core World News. Broadcasting on seven hollow channels galaxy-wide, this holopod brings you the latest in Star Wars news, analysis, and imaginative speculation. Now for your lineup of news segments for the 20th of February, 2019. Today we'll have Resistance Recap, Reading Rathtar, and Holonet rumors. But first, more news regarding the release date of the trailer for Episode 9. Will it be attached to Avengers Endgame? And more importantly, will it first debut at Star Wars Celebration Chicago? Here are your hosts, Ben, Grant, and Adam, to discuss. Chicago. Sorry. Thank you, Grex. Yeah. Nice. Chicago. Um, is that your that is your your guess, Chicago? No, I just wanted to say Chicago. <laughs> um, no, I honestly think it probably will debut. I think what's going to really be frustrating is... Uh, Endgame, I think, comes out twenty uh, something. I just looked it up and I can't remember. And then, and then, celebrations earlier in the month. I have a feeling they are going to do the only show it to people in attendance, take phones away. Oh uh, yeah. And then they've done it before. Like this, I feel like that's like Comic Con stuff does that a lot. And then we'll be raving about it, and there will be like that leaked photo, that leaked video of like someone like holding it through their sleeve yeah. of their thing. So, like, <laughs> just the like, title. Great. But I mean, couldn't you just text the title? Cause, you know, yeah, well, I think title will have to be then, right? Unless right. they don't release oh, the title. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah the video. Like, they'll show it, but like, yeah. for members only. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be happy about it. I think they'll show it to the world. I think it'll be, yeah. they'll show they'll show it to everyone first at the celebration, and then they'll just release the trailer online. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They I hope to. so. I mean, it's true, because as much as they won't be able, the people won't be able to release videos, you're going to get a, a list of everyone just regurgitating what they saw, right? Which is right. a bummer. Well, I mean, the people who see it at celebration might get some kind of really cool after show. Like, they might get yeah. a John Williams orchestral yeah. performance or something yeah. really cool. Yeah. I remember, isn't After Force Awakens that they do that, like, because the... the the trailer had come out pre-celebration that year. And then yeah. I think at that show, they did that really awesome, like, behind-the-scenes mini five-minute right. thing. That's really, really like, well JJ's, done, yeah. like, basically saying, look, it's all practical, which is, like, right. the whole yeah. purpose of that. So I wonder if maybe they do the same thing, if maybe they show a little behind-the-scenes stuff Ooh. and then wait to drop the entire trailer until Endgame. I think they will. I think the, the where they are now in the, in the production, like, at the end now it's just there's so much you know built up where it's all so emotional it's coming to a climax coming to an end it's gonna be fun to see all these actors talk about their experience i mean yeah. i would love to see a behind the scenes video is really what i want to see Agreed. yeah of. yeah yeah i mean I, I cried more literally at that behind the scenes than i did the first <laughs> and i love yeah. first trailer of the force awakens but that gave me like star wars feels that behind the scenes right. video more than anything else yeah and we, yeah. we've talked a lot of parallels between this and uh, return of the king mm -hmm. and they did a lot of that with return of the king too, right. right it was like right. i mean it was always just right, the, right. the you know, they all got tattoos, you know, all the main right. actors, like they were just gushing about yeah. like how much they love this. And I mean, it, it led to some awards for them too, right. but yeah, which I don't know that JJ is necessarily gunning for. I don't think that right. is necessarily a well, mark of excellence for oh, a Star Wars film, it's, but it's okay. They'll win the best popular movie at the Oscars. Right. Well, VFX sound design, they're usually always in the yeah. running. Yeah. But, um, but what's interesting is those, but like best picture sort of thing is right. usually not anymore. Yeah, right. those those first B, uh, BTS videos were they had a lot of nostalgia, but now we have sentimentality. I mean, these people have played these roles. Yeah, for three yeah. films now. It's like it's just at a breaking well, point where it's gonna be really. They're fun. such likable characters. Yeah. I, I know we have we wanted to talk a bit about the the rap photo, right. and I know we probably had a oh, separate yeah. segment, but I think it actually fits in nicely yeah, yeah, here because definitely. 
you saw that, like that hug between the three main actors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oscar, Isaac, Oscar Isaacs looks like he was actively crying he, during yeah, that, like that very photo. It was amazing. It made me get choked up yeah. just seeing that photo, and they really yeah. seemed to like each other. Yeah. That must have been the martini shot. That must have been like the last yeah. shot, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. all coming together after that. They're wow. such likable actors, mm-hmm. all of them. You yeah. know, John Boyega. Love yeah, that dude. He's so great. Yeah. He's great. Like listening to him in podcasts and talking yep. about like all his things. I mean, they're just great. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there'll yeah. be a lot of feels if they do that sort of thing. So I see, uh, building off what you said, Grant, I think that's a good idea. Like behind the scenes might not be like behind the scenes, here are all the effects, but behind the scenes, what it means to these actors to be right. wrapping up these roles and oh, having yeah. them kind of like talk about their experiences. Yeah. And for Oscar past. Isaac, I mean, we know Poe yeah. was supposed to die in the original draft of The Force Awakens, right. and now yeah. he's been in three films and he's had he's been so connected to this yeah. journey. I it's thought about so that during exciting. Resistance, but we'll get there. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, we think it'll debut at Celebration, and then after it debuts at Celebration, it'll be attached to the the End Game trailers. That you think? I my guess, after that. and maybe this is it. Maybe maybe we do our bet right at the front of the yeah, thing. Is yeah. that this might be a good one? Is that I think we get a behind the scenes video at Celebration, and the full trailer drops with End Game. Hmm. Okay, so I maybe. Think, so when do we get the uh, title reveal? Uh, at oh, that's a good question. I think trailer. I think trailer. I think they're gonna pull the really end. just wait till the trailer. I think they're gonna pull the end game card where like Avengers was waiting so long and mm. only dropped it at the trailer. That's how I remember. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I heard of it because I looked up. I got texted that it was out. Yeah, but that's my guess. I'm gonna make this is my bet. My bet is that we'll get the we'll get a behind the scenes video at celebration mm-hmm. and we'll get title reveal at celebration followed by an amazing performance where people will forget that there wasn't a trailer. You know. Yeah. And then then there will be a trailer. Uh, there will be a trailer that will release on May the fourth. After that, so a, a nothing in front of end trailer. Game. No, definitely something in front of Endgame, like but a teaser. probably a teaser. Okay, and then like full, and that's theatrical full trailer, trailer, quicker or okay. sooner than we thought. Yeah, I like that. All right, I'm with you on that one too. Actually, I think that, that makes right. a lot of sense because so they got to do something for May the fourth because reasons. Yeah. All right, so they got to keep their holiday. Right. Holiday. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk off air about how to how to put this into the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a lot writing. I don't want. I was gonna start doing it now, but that's listeners don't want to hear how I'm gonna like try yeah. to break this down into like yeah, binary yeah. categories <laughs> that we can bet on. <laughs> Anyone else a stats nerd? No, no okay, it's just me. Binary, right. baby. Uh, back to Grex. And now resistance recap. Right. Yeah. Another strong um, res- uh, resistance episode. Oh yeah. Getting uh, getting off the platform for a little bit, which yeah. is super great, and um, yeah, well, rocketing towards the end of this season, like it is, it is yeah. ramping up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know where it's. I mean, we're right up against um, yeah. uh, Force Awakens right now. Yeah, I love that. The whole point of this episode, which is something we've kind of talked about since the beginning of the season, which was how does BB-8 get back to Poe? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, we got the old droid Sutaru here. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty farcical and I um, chuckled fun. quite a bit yeah. with that little like yeah. <laughs> floating between the two. Yeah, <laughs> they sort of <laughs> wave at each other as yes. they go by. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, the old yeah swap. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, so good episode. We yeah. get um, we get Kaz sneaking off the off the ship. Uh, actually, we get Poe sneaking on the on the platform. Yeah, <laughs> he's just right behind Kaz. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. Kaz is trying to reach out to him on the transponder. Yeah, that's pretty like, good. That's, right that's a good. That's a good bit. Yeah. He's like 
Poe's a lot drier in the um, cartoon, but like it's funny, like it works. Yeah. yeah, he has this like wry sense of humor, and it's like I don't know, it's nice. It is. I have some the char- the characterization of Poe is interesting in this show. That yeah. I have some things to say about, and I really enjoy yeah. him in the show. But I don't know if it totally lines up to who we see in the movies. But that's right. Okay, yeah. I think it works for the show, and it's not so different that it doesn't make right. any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But just back up. So we got was this episode seventeen? The core problem was yep. the title. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. As you were saying. Uh, Poe sneaks on, they sneak off, um, with the Widowmaker was the name of that move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I was expecting something a little more dramatic for the Widowmaker, but, um... Right, yeah. There's only a Widowmaker because his engines didn't work. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Just sort of. Normally, it would seem like a rather simple maneuver. Um, right. and then they go basically to look, uh, at the information that Kaz had gathered over the past few episodes mm-hmm. to look at, uh... Looks like, I mean, the, the assumption is where Starkiller base was either built or tested, right? Like right. That seems to be, right. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's like literal planets record like apples. Yeah. And I mean, I, I didn't, which was sort of an interesting thing to do. And then there was a missing star. So yeah. We, we know the, mis, the missing sun, we, we can explain. Right. So that's, the last, like, that's what it feeds on. But so the last thing I have here is are the planets test sites for Starkiller Base? Because that first one that you see that's cored looks like Starkiller Base. Like I so I think they were coring yeah. it out to try to create Starkiller Base where that cannon that goes all the way through. Oh, oh, that's so that's what I was trying to figure out if that was like the test planets or the test sites for that for creating Starkiller Base. It was a dead planet though. Yeah. I mean obviously it would be if you took it yeah. out the middle. Oh, that's an interesting because I was wondering like was what unclear. was that about? Yeah. Like cause did he just shoot right through the middle? Cause it seems like it would be so strong. It would mean, vaporize the whole yeah. system. So yeah. that might be it. Like maybe that was like a test. Yeah, that was my test. Yeah. So I thought Aftermath, uh, Chuck Wendig wrote that some of the, uh, I guess some of the the strongest planets have, or the strongest cores have hearts of kyber. And it's like they have those yeah, kyber yeah. crystal cores. And I was thinking that maybe yes. they were just trying to harvest as much kyber which, crystals Which possible. is, so the planet that, thank you Star Wars Minute this week. Uh, who did some of my research for me? The planet that is that was Star Killer Base was mined for Kyber crystals. Oh, was it Ilum? Was that what um, there's a lot of rumors. There's a rumor that it's yeah, Ilum. Yeah, it's I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I think the only Just thing because is, it's a snowy planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the only thing confirmed is that it was a planet that was mined for Kyber crystals in the past. So that would kind of connect yeah. to what you're I mean, saying, Grant. And, that was yeah. a planet that was mined for Kyber yes. crystals. Yes, I don't. Know, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. I just don't know if it's where we're at with that. Yeah, well, we know Jakku has a very special core, and I wonder if that plays into this the whole the construction of Starkiller Base and the coring of these planets and things like that and if Palpatine was already on the, the road to designing yeah. Starkiller. Imagine if you're, you're Ray, episode 9 and out of hyperspace comes Jakku to blow you up. <laughs> this old planet that you're like, oh, I yeah, thought yeah. I got away from that place. Yeah, no. Jakku. Maybe a little You don't go back to Jakku, it comes Jakku, back to you. it goes back to you. All right, that's our next t-shirt. That's our next t-shirt. Um, yeah. Okay. I just, I just had to raise the question when they were talking about the cored out planets. I was like thinking about the, the Wendig novels and yeah. Jakku and how yeah, special totally. that core is and, and how that could connect. But I, I don't know if that stuff plays anymore. Yeah. Um, I, there was a, they, they played some of the Rebellion fleet theme yes. from Return of the Jedi. And they're flying, I was freaking theme. out. My favorite theme. I was, theme. I was like, no way. Am I <laughs> yeah. really hearing this? But it was like, <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Really I was like, I was thinking about you, Greg. It was an interesting like, rendition. It was like a little slower. There was it was oh, such a cool a rendition. A ton of yeah. audio references to the original trilogy. Yeah. They did the Millennium Falcon stalling sound during the Widowmaker. That's right. The probe droid sounds just like the probe droid for Empire. And I was just like, it got those tingles when I listened to it. I'm just like, 
like, ooh. Which is funny because it's probably kind of lazy of them. They've got the whole like right. sound box and they're like, well, what, what should we redo? But like, it's for the it parents. Plays. It does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it like, I mean, first of all, it makes it instantly feel Star Warsy. But it is, it's these subtle nods. Yeah. To, uh, you got to get that four quadrant demo. You got to do the stuff for the kids, the animation, yeah. all that kind of whimsical yep, stuff. Exactly. And then you have to have these like, you got to get the deep, sentimental these deep cut. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, literally, that sound, that stalling sound from the Millennium Falcon, yeah. every time my car stalls yeah. out, like I just, got a, I just got a Prius. And so, you know, how when it yeah, stops, yeah. it feels like it's stalling out, which I'm still not getting used to. I keep yeah. hearing yeah. that sound in my head every time my car yeah, yeah, stalls, yeah. ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Someday you're going to be able to like make your car make that sound. Like just be like, all right, when it stalls can you make it make this sound yeah every time we come to a stop sign i just want to hear that sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, would, yeah. I would smile every time me you too um yeah, i just fun. love i love in star wars when they explore kind of mysterious uh, yeah. locales and, yeah uh, that music that plays and the kind of that adventure that quest is it's really interesting i thought yeah. of you grant when poe was talking about temples scattered in the outer rims relics of a bygone era yeah, like yeah. they find that they find that temple on that planet that's kind oh, of yeah. deserted, and I'm that's like, right. that's a lore drop. That yeah. very like, <laughs> oh, there's all these like weird temples throughout yes. the outer rim, mm-hmm. and like, I'm like, ooh, yeah, like, so yeah. So plant those seeds, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yep. That's what I want in nine and here to four. Yeah, we get outer rim. We get unknown regions mentioned. They yep. talked about the fact that um, mm-hmm. that Colossus base is the quote unquote last stop before the unknown regions. Yeah, and so this I idea, thought that was Batu. Batu. Um, no, they're both kind of they're the both, same. I think there's multiple things. I think this is the last yeah. fueling station they're uh, saying okay, before okay. the unknown regions, which is why they wanted to cut it. So so Kaz's theory is they don't want it for refueling necessarily. They want it to cut it off from the resistance. So the uh, resistance can't refuel, which makes sense because if if the first yeah. order is in the unknown regions, you don't want to allow the first order to be able right. to get there. Right. right. Like yeah. I'm like, this is like this show it's like World War kid, II, this yeah. kid show, the amount of thought it's doing into like building out the strength of the two sides mm-hmm. is more than was done in any of the movies right. so far. <laughs> That's and what this stuff is yeah, for, though. You right, know, the, yeah. the movies sort of casually gloss mm-hmm. over the major details and like get into the character, but you know, yeah. the character arcs or whatever. It's, and then yeah. these shows are. I, that's why I love them. Exactly, it's doing what the EU is supposed to do, which is fill right. it out a little bit and, right. and explain it without being over explaining. Yeah. yeah, I did notice um, when they showed the map. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was there was a couple words in Arabic, and I, mm. I, I was able to read two. Is Jakku and Takodana. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. You know, which is sort of boring. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping for something a little yeah. better. But, mm-hmm. um, Second Takodana drop, or third, or there's two in this episode yeah. because mm-hmm. Kaz mentioned it too when he was yeah. coming up with his cover story about switching out the yes. droids. That was really weird that he just dropped Takodana. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I tried to like sort of discern that map, which was like, was mm-hmm. that the whole galaxy? And they're like taking right. over half the galaxy right now, or yeah. like, you know, or they're placing half the galaxy, yeah. or was it just this? I think it was just mm-hmm. a, a sector you know, or something, sector, or, yeah, you know. But like, I think it was on that border between the outer rim and the unknown regions. It's tough because it seems it's, like there's a lot of action. Out it's there, really. Star Wars, right? And so it's not the most scientific thing in the world. And so like, I'm like yeah. a sector has to be like a piece of a pie. That's how the sectors work in, in space. <laughs> Thank you, Star Trek. And so like, right. it's, it's, it's like I guess I was doing the same thing. But they're almost like, like concentric circles too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like this shows from the the middle of that circle. Right. And, yeah. You know, and it <laughs> yeah. Sort of goes progressively. Yeah. Out. It's sort of funny. We had they haven't done much stuff on inner rim worlds. Yeah. In the, the Disney era. No, that's a good point. Strange. Yeah, I guess they're just trying to leave that. Because we all have that. I, I mean, I don't know. We all. But I always have the question of, like, what's going on on, on Curse, Coruscant? Coruscant. Yeah. Like, yeah. is it just Less lawless? Than, it was like Beirut the la- in, yeah. um, in Bloodlines, right. right? It mm-hmm. was just like a war zone still. Like a lingering, yeah. you know, sort of half-abandoned, yeah. like, husk of a planet. But yeah. Like, well, maybe will come. Not to say yeah. it couldn't get. I mean, that was where. It's they, like Berlin, right? I mean, essentially. 
Oh, I like that story. Let's wow, let's let's that do that. Let's that uh, that. table this until we get to our rumors okay, cool, cool. section okay. because we're going to talk possibly about some possible shows that may be coming up. Okay, I yeah, like no, this no, idea for right. a show. Yeah. Okay, done and done. Um, Babylon yeah. Coruscant, like Babylon Berlin, that TV show <laughs> on uh, Netflix. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple, I have a couple of random notes. Uh, sure. First thing I wrote was the show gets twenty percent better when Poe is in it. Yeah, and I really like the show. But I love, I okay. love his dynamic. That mentor role is really fun. Right. Yeah. Though, like I said, he said something where he says, like, he says, uh, "Patience, kid." I'm like, that doesn't sound like a Poe line. Because if anyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, should be hearing yeah. that, it's Poe. Po. Like, especially po needs at that to. time, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Pre um, yeah. Force Away or uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Hold on, maneuver. Uh, the <laughs> I do love the line when the po- probe droid releases like the mini droids and Poe just says kids it's got <laughs> kids <laughs> and it says and he yells over his uh, BB-8 make sure the mother doesn't get away like I just thought that was a, such a fun random line That's that was it. really funny and yeah. they were weird because they were um the, the quote-unquote kids were um like training training they look yeah. like training spheres like, yeah what are those yeah. things called uh, I was thinking it was training droids, but I don't know. They are, they but they're um, remote. remote. Remote droids, droids. yeah. Oh, they're remote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah totally remote. Yeah. yeah. Han calls them remotes. That's right. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a good, it was a modern take on the, on the you know, Imperial probe droid, and um, that was just fun to see. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. There was some good um, ship-to-ship fighting. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, yeah, uh, Starfighter to Starfighter. Yep. There was a shot when um, not Crimson, whatever we call it, what's his name? Oh, it's like Vard. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, Grant usually has it, and he lost it. I want to say it's v- v- Von Rig. Von Rig, yeah, Von Rig. When he's strafing the planet, yeah, that was a really cool shot. Like, yeah. it was done like to see it from that angle and just see like Poe and and Kaz running. It was just such a cool little yeah. like just animation was really great. It was very Force Awakensy. Mm-hmm. Actually. It was mm-hmm. like a JJ angle. It was yeah. Cool. Speaking of which, we're now at the point where where. They're gone, right? Like, this is now, he's off the Jakku, it sounds like, almost immediately. So we're bumping right up against it. And it's weird, that goodbye between Kaz and Poe felt very heavy. And I know it's because, like, Mm. Poe's got to go first Mm. to, basically, he's not going to see Poe until post-episode 8 at this point. Right, which is only two days away. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So that's why I think it was, like, when we're talking about Poe is supposed to die in the original version, it felt like they wrote this, which I know they didn't, but it almost felt like they wrote this when they wrote the first draft of Force Awakens. Because it really Mm. read like you're saying goodbye to your mentor who's about to go off and die, even though (laughs) we assume he's not. So he'll be back in a week, (laughs) maybe. right. Yeah. Or well, yeah, or Willie. I mean, so I mean, theoretically, I mean, the next thing, next contact you'll have will be like, the resistance is now reform. the rebellion. Yeah, we're reformed. We're calling all mm-hmm. people. If you know Dozo's willing, you know Captain Dozo's willing, send send you know all the help you can get. We'll take every fighter we can get. Yeah, I have to assume that's the next. Right, that's probably right. the start of season two. I would guess. Unless they're going to do a localized battle, and, they, oh, that's and so true. they're, they're going to yeah. have to defend themselves against the first order. But they're like, what? I mean, it would have to be an uprising, mm-hmm. which you know, like on the platform, and they'd sort of militarize all the, you know, well, all these like people, the civilians. I mean, you could do the fun thing of because we don't know how long it's going to take for them to get back for the for the rebellion to get back to there, right? It might not be high on their list of places to check out, to be honest. So you could do a right. season of them, but I mean, they're, they're like, calling in all their people. I don't know, yeah. sending out that that SOS. But they're I, occupied, I, so they can't and they can't get off the base. Right. So do we have a season of them not being, knowing what's going on, right, and doing this like like rebellion tactic like 
just sabotaging things and yeah. fighting it underground, which would be kind of fat fun, at least right. for like maybe the first they, half of season two. Do you think they would do that though? But like, no, there was a rebellion happening, but like, I mean, obviously they maybe they're not gonna got go the message, but they can't get cool. out. And they have right. to kind so they're of having like their own rebellion battle. where they are. And then, you know, halfway through season two, they kind of throw <laughs> off the yoke of the, of mm-hmm. the, of the yeah. first order. And then they're able to connect back up, yeah. which would help with, with, would help with getting it lined up with episode nine. Right. Because that yeah. would happen October yeah. to January. Right, right yeah. and then once episode nine happens, then you're free to start moving past episode eight. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, so because we have just one more episode, right? So we'll I think so. Yeah, and, season finale. Next. I mean, it mm-hmm. doesn't look good for Kaz's dad. dad. Yeah, it's no. gonna be a rough one, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we also don't see the uh, w- what happens after the destruction of Starkiller Base, like how Phasma gets out of Starkiller Base. That might be interesting territory mm. to explore uh, in the show, or yeah. you know, things like that. The, that it there was the Phasma comic. Uh huh. You remember that? Yeah. And they cover it there a little bit. They yeah. Like a six episode jam or four or five episodes. Yeah. Five. They gl- they issue. they covered a little. They glossed a little bit over yeah. it too. But and then like, Cobalt yeah. Squadron might be fun to introduce to the yep. show. That's true. Yeah. yeah page, get page, get they were somewhere else. Content. Yeah. I think that's sort of covered in that. There is in that Rose and uh, Page Cobalt, Cobalt Squadron. Yeah, yeah. There is because the, uh, they see the uh, yeah. and they have their own mission that's sort of ha- happening so. far away from. Yeah, because they're more of a spy, so he'd be doing reconnaissance. Yeah, because they feel yeah. Starkiller bases. Yeah. yeah, shot through hyperspace. They're oh, in hyperspace. Yeah. I think when it happens, right, and they get knocked out of hyperspace or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of that, yeah. So can we assume Snoke was on the supremacy during the events of the Force Awakens? Uh, yes, that's what I always assume. Yeah, okay, good. yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we, I just watched, um, I just watched um, Last Jedi this morning, but um, I don't remember, like, you could probably compare the thrones yeah. and see if it's a same oh, that's a good point. Force yeah. But I assume, I mean, I assume that's obvious where, where I was going with, because again, uh-huh. it's a matter of hours. Yeah. 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 I keep forgetting that there's just, there's no time jump. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But yeah, I mean, Kaz can always go to the supremacy while other people are going to Starkiller and kind of break them off that in that direction. Could be interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities. And become Snoke. <laughs> no, that's Ezra. Come it's on, Ezra. Sorry, Come on. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Come on. <laughs> it's Ezra or Tarkin, guys. <laughs> Tarkin. Plagueis. Come on. All right. <laughs> All right let's, uh, let's go to the next segment. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Uh, excellent. We don't have any real news this week. Nothing kind of announced, but I thought it'd be fun. We talked a bit about it last week uh, for my birthday. A friend of mine got me the Woman of the Galaxy uh, book uh, by uh, Amy Ratcliffe, and I, I think like fifteen uh, female and non-binary uh, or non-gender binary artists. Um, and you know, I've had a chance to kind of flip through it. I haven't read every single one, but the artwork's amazing, and it's just this really cool look at. I think. Uh, 75 different women throughout um, all different forms of uh, the universe. It's the movies, the books, the comics, the video games, pretty much everything that's out there. And so... Um, and each uh, each woman gets a at least a page write up, and then some get a lot more. Like I think Leia gets like four or five pages as she should. So it's really interesting, kind of getting these backstories. Yeah. And they dig deep. There are some characters like yeah. I have to admit, as a giant Star Wars nerd, I flipped through and I don't. Yeah. I probably knew seventy out of the seventy five, and there are five that I'm like, wait, there's a oh, who's yeah. that Ewok? Who's this? Who's <laughs> that? So 
So it was a real fun read, and we thought it'd be kind of also entertaining to just kind of pick one on these on these light weeks and, right. and talk a little bit about that character and, and what it means to us. So yeah, definitely. Off air, uh, before Grant got here, Ben and I were flipping through, and I saw that they had... Um, Carmi Mars, uh, or sorry, Cami Mars Strap uh, as <laughs> as one of the characters, um, which I forgot until I, I was reading it at all. the end, and and ben <clears throat> and Grant had mentioned that she had been recanonized. That's right. Because of the novelization of the Last Jedi, or I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, Last well, Jedi. Right? right. It's a little yeah. shaky. I mean, it's a, it's a dream. It's a kind of dream force vision type right. scenario. But, but, so, but it means that she existed. Right. No, no, definitely. <laughs> well, let me just start with who she is. Oh, that's a good right. point. Yes. Well, I assume our listeners know who Cammy Marstrap is. Come on. Uh, so she's, only, she's only in a deleted scene. Only in a deleted <laughs> scene. Right. Uh, and the in the movie. Star Wars radio drama. Guys. Okay. So, uh, Forty-year-old movie. Um, so Cammy is a childhood friend of Luke from Tatooine, and his crush basically right. throughout these deleted scenes, uh, who also hangs out with. Biggs and Fixer and Tank. That's right. Nice. I wow. don't know why, but <laughs> that's names are up there. Wow. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am fascinated by by those deleted. They scenes. must have had They're so not... many wizard times together. I know. Did the film stock get damaged, or was it too sandy? Like, well, I forget. There was an issue. I remember. I don't remember the specific specific issue, other than probably a handler said, "Hey, you already made American Graffiti. We don't yeah. need another, another American like, Graffiti in space because yeah. it's very." Okay. What I saw was that it just dragged, and they mm-hmm. cut it, it just because they're okay. like, you know what? Yeah. He's like, it just made a lot more sense to go straight into this. Yeah, and not, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. essentially, I can do all of that in one line that goes something like, uh, "But I wanted to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters." Right, right. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. And Fixer is apparently her boyfriend, but I guess hmm. because of what we see in Episode Nine, or the, or I mean, Episode Eight, the novel season, <laughs> Luke apparently had a crush on her when yep. he was a kid yeah. and her teenager. Oh, and I thought they're actually married in the novelization. Yes, yeah, so it says here that Luke has a dream through the Force about Cammy and a life that could have been if he chose another path and remained on Tatooine, a life in which she's married to Cammy. But my favorite thing about this is it canonizes her nickname of Luke, which is Wormy. <laughs> they called him Wormy. I love it. Luke was Wormy. And That's like, so funny. Uh, it makes me smile every time. I wonder if there's going to be a, a comic or something with Han and Luke, mm-hmm. you know, commiserating that they were both worms at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be funny if that came across as like, yeah. People used to call me Wormy, and then yeah. and then Han just gets this like, Han's flash like you don't of like, say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You do remind me of someone, now. yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And the and the illustration is is um, really really great. And unfortunately, they don't do. I just realized I was going to give someone credit, but they don't do it very easily. Oh, really? is it in, is it written in um, uh, Arabic? No, I'm. Pr- um, that, no, no, that's Cammy Marstrap. Yeah, in Arabic. Um, and unfortunately, they have everyone in the back, and they have everyone's um, name, all the illustrators, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but then they just list what they illustrated. So I'm talking here a lot because I'm really scanning yeah. very quickly. See, so why don't you scan? Fine. And I just want to sort of give like Please a sort do. of a narrative picture of what this book is because it, yeah. so it's like it's a coffee table looking book. Um, but it would be, I imagine this would be a really great gift for the female Star Wars lover out there because I mean, you know, one of the common, I think, criticisms about Star Wars is like, oh, there was one woman in Star Wars and it was Leia and that was, you know, Mm -hmm. when it started out, I mean, really in the original trilogy, that was essentially it. But, um, so they're sort of like, no, no, there's all these other rich characters that do incredible things and it goes all the way up through Solo. Um, but so they're, they're illustrated pictures of um of these characters and great characters zam wessel um there's admiral holdo um 
they just you know uh, there's Ahsoka Tano, you know they I mean there's it, it goes deep, but um, they're beautiful, beautiful illustrations. They're great write ups, and then in the back, in their own like in their their stylized um, anime or drawing illustrations, and so in the back, um, all the different illustrators do a self portrait in their own um, yeah. style. And um, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. But um, it's just, it's a really great coffee table book and it's a good, you know, it's a really fun read and it's like cool to flip through to see all these deep, you know, yeah, you know, these core characters. What is um, uh, Bazine? Uh, Natal. Yeah. Bazine yeah. Natal yeah. is one of the ones from uh, Force Awakens. She's that assassin, but slash bounty hunter that, yeah. um, that radios into the first order that, uh, yeah. The droid is there. Um, but, Who's uh, also illustrated, by the way, by the same person who did Cami, the illustrations. The oh, same okay. Woman, so, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we found out there was one, um, the person that did uh, uh, Queen Amidala lives in our hometown of Boston. Yeah, so. Karen Hellion. Yeah, so if you're listening, we'll be reaching Yeah, we will be contacting you. But the illustration we talked about today was brought to you by Sarah Wilkinson, who does a lot of work, it looks like, at conventions and art shows. Um, done some comic books, trading cards, things like that. So cool. she's definitely a part of the universe, and and she does kind of her style is is um, more um, realistic realism, like it's mm-hmm. very close yeah. to what they're looking like. And and you get a lot of different art styles, which is fun in this book. You get some more uh, kind of uh, fun takes and cartoony takes, but she's very kind of going very much uh, physically looking like the characters. Yeah. yeah, it's way more fun than having the pictures of them from their respective th- right? thing. It's yeah. like there's you know the the they're just really energetic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah. And the way I've been kind of, I have it on my desk at my work desk at home. Awesome. And when I get bored, I just kind of randomly Flip open through. it to yeah. a page and just read about who's there. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that, um, yeah. Oh, it's Tally Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of Tally. And it features some brand new uh, characters like Toradoza and stuff like that, too, right? Isn't, is she in this book? Is Tor- did Tora make it? Yeah. I think I she know made it in the book. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she did. Find out. There you there's go. There she is. is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. I forgot. I did see that. It's up to date. So it's got Resistance characters and it has soul characters from Solo. So it is. It yeah. just came out a couple months ago. So it is right. up to date until and it's not. She's, this one's from the comic, right? With, um, uh, Trios is, yeah. Trios, she's yeah. the one who. Uh, Sorry, I'm reading upside, trying to read upside down. but I know she, uh, she made it so the hangers can't open unless you fly. All right. Right. Favorite yes. woman in the galaxy. We're going around the table. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, favorite? Ben first. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. I, I feel like we should preface this with you can't pick Leia. I know. Well, you can't pick main. You can't pick Ray or Leia yeah, yeah. or. Yeah. Like oh, Mane really? Uh, or Kira. No. Yeah, as you're like calling them no, all. No, you can, uh, you can totally. Or Padme. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. anyone. You can pick anyone you want. Okay. Just... Ula made it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mother Talzin. Mother, oh, Mother Talzin. Yeah. There's a ton. It's so hard, but I, I think Maz. I know. Maz Kanata. Yeah. Yeah, Maz is in awesome. there, too. Yeah. You can um, see her. Yeah, L337, which is yeah. sort of funny. And it's like, all right, you're a droid. Yeah. You're, if you don't have you're one, more you woman can come back to you. Um, and you can pick whoever you want. I can't, it's can't it's fine. It. Um, Just don't pick Leia. Um, favorite favorite female in the galaxy. I mean, I, I mean, it's just really tough because Leia is just mm-hmm. really cool. You can, you know, I, the Hut Slayer is like yeah. such a badass you know, title. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's pretty. that's pretty awesome. Um, but let me just, I want to try and pick some. I'm, I'm going to go Bazine Natal just because I read that book and I feel an attachment to her and I think she's kind of great. Yeah. I'm going to go Jocasta New. I'm more of a Ray. Oh. I'm Ray. I love Ray. I think Ray is just Dude, the most I... endearing, interesting, fun, mysterious, mm. cool character. 
So I don't really, really like her. I don't want to steal your answer, but Ray is my favorite, currently my favorite Star Wars character, regardless of race, gender, or whatever. Yeah, I, I would Which, agree with really, that. I, yeah, I, I really connected with Ray every time I watch those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to kind of go, I was just thinking, and I just been, because I think because of comics and rewatching stuff, is uh, Hera. I really, really oh, yeah, love Hera, and I think that's such a great character. Yeah. And I feel like um, how much the, the people have kind of fallen in love with her in terms of the creators of Star Wars, because she was in the show, and now she's in the comics, and they're clearly trying to give her a pathway of being like she was there at every major thing that happened. Yeah. Flying mm-hmm. an X-Wing, flying the ghost, flying something, and we weren't aware of her. So I like this idea of like this character that yeah. is always there and having an impact, but we just kind of didn't know her story until now. And I bet we're going to see a live-action Hera in one I think of shows, so. Because they're sort of glossing around it. And yeah. We're going to see a live... Like, even if she's in the background or something, we're going to see a live-action yeah. Hera. Yeah. Wow, so there's a couple yeah. of illustrations of her. Yeah, That's so cool. some of the characters who get multiple pages have multiple illustrations. And yeah. so, like, especially big ones, like Jin has a few. Hey, do they have Asajj Ventress in Yes, there? they do. Right. Yeah, I, I guess her. I'll change mine to Ventress. Asajj is awesome, oh, she's too. so cool. Yeah. She has an amazing arc. Fascinating, tragic arc. Yeah. Trapped between two worlds. And if you haven't read... Um, uh, uh, disciple, uh, I'm sorry, um, Darkest Disciple. Dark, Dark Dark disciple. disciple. Yeah, um, I would strongly recommend it. I, I thought it was just going to be this sort of like weird throwaway yeah. book, you know, about the the unused season of uh, Clone Wars. But um, it's a it's a it's fascinating really book, good. and it's like really like dark side lore. Heavy yeah, in it. and yeah. it's fascinating. And um, she's in there and does great stuff. And I mean, she's a, a, another tragic, you know, tragic story. Like, right, she's yeah. she's an antihero. That never really surfaces, yeah. you know, does nothing but everything right for her master, you know, falls from grace from the Jedi Order. I mean, she really goes through everything and then, then works her way back into their mm-hmm. good graces and um, ultimately yeah. ultimately gives her life, life to the... Um, to the, to the right side. So. so this is no Legends characters in here. Like Mara Jade wouldn't be in this book. No, this is all new canon. canon. Yeah, and um, and Amy Ratcliffe, who who's the writer, does a really great job of. She takes these 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 characters, some of these complex characters, and and really can boil their their story down to a couple paragraphs in a way that doesn't feel shortchanged. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's a great reference book. Like I found yeah. myself a couple times when I'm reading yeah. comics to be like. Oh, that's right. Who's this character? Like, right. what's what's the like? Where does this take place in it? And I was mm-hmm. just reading the last paragraph wow. of Asajj Ventress's. Um, summary, which is all about Dark Cycle, basically. It's oh, the summary cool. of basically that. And I want to read it because it's spoiler heavy, but uh, right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's her last chapter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is uh, is Sonastaros in there? Uh, I, yes. Really? Wow. I so they, they, so. I mean, oh, Ray I was like seventy-five. Seemed yeah. like a lot. I like Ray Sloan a lot too. I like both the Rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray lot. Sloan's great. <laughs> Sabine. Yep. Sonastaros. Oh, cool. Wow. I think she, she just gets eight awesome pages, which too. makes sense. Yeah. She needs a spin-off series. Oh, we'll get, yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna get into that. She's holding her EE three. Yeah. So that's the um that's the handheld blaster version of Boba Fett's um uh, rifle. Yeah. Really cool. Which is cool. It's just it's like yeah, it's a mean machine. Yeah. Um cool. That's really dope. That's yeah. a good book, man. So yeah, yeah I don't if know. You... If I, now that I've seen that, I'm gonna buy that book. Yeah, it. it's definitely worth it. It was a very, very awesome Christmas present or birthday present, I should say. Yeah. And it's hard because I just keep wanting to flip and read about more things. I know. Actually, we're going to just time out right now and yeah. do, we want to read this book instead of uh, podcast. But yeah. we'll be back soon. <laughs> you won't even know time passed. Yes. Hollow neck rumors. Kill them all. So this week we're inundated with rumors for Disney plus spinoff series. Uh, yes. Between yes. Star Wars characters this that we know and love. 
best week of my life. Yeah, so there's lots. There's lots. I mean, we're getting like clickbait sites are reporting on this. Yeah. Credible film sites are yeah. reporting on these, these shows. Over. It's yeah. all over the place. It's fascinating. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where yeah. I first read I'm like, okay, and then like certain more reputable places were we're taking it up. And I mean Disney Plus is starting to move towards like really this week, some other stuff came down about their Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, so Captain Marvel is going to be the first thing not released on Netflix. It's the first movie that's going directly to to, to Disney Plus when it comes out and cool. all subsequent. And then all their Marvel shows got canceled. They finally killed off Jessica Jones and Punisher. So they're clearly wow. doing this like once things start running out, their contracts are moving everything. So they're mm-hmm. doing a big push. So this is makes sense that they have two series announced right the Cassian Andor and the Mandalorian yeah. and now yep. they're like and here's all the other things and yeah. I have theories about some of these but we'll talk yeah, about so we'll, them we'll go, right. let's go through each uh, series idea and uh, talk about the, if there's a market for it talk about the, the probability of it even happening uh, possibly the actor's career trajectory and if it makes sense for them to go to a one hour you know series on uh, right. Disney Plus so we'll go through each character uh, and we'll just Discuss it. That's cool. cool this is awesome because I've so never heard of one of these. I'm going to break the rules straight sure. out the bait. I think all of these are possible, and I'll tell you how it, each one that comes up, I'll tell you how I think it gets made. All okay. right. I'm going to go Great. very positive. Like, I think every single one of these could happen. Oh, positive, Adam. Great. Yeah. I got all the negative out before the before the show started. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Poe Dameron spinoff show. Whoa, really? Yeah. With, with, with uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yes. Possibly. What era? We don't know. I mean, I this mean, is just, these are all rumors. These are just very kind of baseless pre rumors. Pre or post episode seven? Or post episode nine, I imagine. Post, or pre or pre seven. Or or between eight and nine. Right. Or between eight and nine. Because we got a year to fill in. Mm. Oh, between eight and nine. Yeah. Because I was in, early, I'm kind of not that excited about it, but it, a lot of it was covered in the, in the um, comic book. Yeah. So that's probably not going to be that anyways, because it wouldn't overlap yeah. with the comic. Mm-mm. But between eight and nine would be interesting, especially yeah. if he's like a newly yeah. formed general or he's like, you know, on his old way man to old man Poe. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Like, imagine if he's like, like calling in all of his like pilot contacts in the galaxy or like they're, they're cruising through like, um, what is it called? Seven Sabres. Right. Uh, say, yeah, right. yeah. And, yeah. uh, to, you know, to just like recruit pilots. That would be a fun, that would be a fun show. Yeah. So I have a couple of things about this. And so we're going to hit some of these people that we think, and we're talking about off air who are very, very big and probably don't necessarily want to do this or feel the need to do this. At the same time, they all do seem to have loved working on Star Wars. They seem to love each other. And we're in this era now where TV is almost bigger than film in terms of like being able to come back and do something. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is, is that they're referring to these as spinoff series. I'm going to, I'm going to use what they're doing with Marvel as a possible way to get around this stuff, which is that Marvel is, doing limited series, which are miniseries. And some of them are only going to be two to four episodes long, basically movies, like they're doing with Loki and like other stuff. Uh, So I think you can get a a Poe Dameron back, uh, Oscar Isaac back, if you offer him a a movie and he wants to tell his character. I also have a workaround if you can't get Poe Dameron back, which is his parents were X-Wing fighters at the Battle of Endor, right? And so is is this young... Poe, right, right, kid Poe being great. raised by rebels, right, and so like, how do we get yeah, to the Poe? Cool. So, so that's what I can see a show there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that sounds awesome. Um, I'm going to say no because uh, I think Oscar Isaac is just too hot a commodity yeah. right now. He's he's just got cast in Dune. He's going to be oh, super he? busy yeah. Yeah. doing that. Um, is he and, the main character in Dune? I can't imagine he doesn't have 
you know, a somewhat Some of a proportional, proportional role to other films he's been in. But um, yeah, he'll, I imagine he'll have some screen time in that. He, and he just yeah. seems like a very busy guy. I mean, like, and I just yeah. don't see him. I know he has had done some series, or maybe he did some like HBO premium cable mm-hmm. films, which I, I forget what it's called. Uh, something uh, violence, uh, a violent year, a most yeah. violent year. Yeah, I believe was a something was like, like an HBO movie. Yeah, or something. right. Yeah, something like that. But he's gonna do like another X Men Apocalypse, and then he's gonna have to like reform himself and like do this. <laughs> like he's Wait, gonna get a clunk. He's not in Dark Phoenix or anything like that. No, he's okay, not yeah. X Men Apocalypse though. Right, and that was he's Apocalypse. Great. Right. Uh, I remember that. What's his name? Ansaba Noor. Yeah. yeah I know. Or, uh, or the guy from Power Rangers. But uh, <laughs> right. I have a news from Power Rangers. Right. Um, I have right. a feel, my, my guess on that is if that happens, it's going to be 10 years from now. Because I feel the like other, he's, he's still, like as popular as now, he's getting yeah. more popular. Yeah. He's, That's he's, the other thing. The list of things yeah. that they have here, this could be their 10-year plan. This right. could be their like ten years well, of, yeah. of Disney shows for all we know because there's a lot on this list. But anyway. right. all right, let's jump to the next character, um, uh, rumored show idea for a character, uh, and that is Finn, a Finn spinoff show. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be ev- just every character we know right now? You know now, what? There's a lot. There was a lot of rumored shows, but uh, it's not every character. So it's just the the rumors are probably only seven characters, yeah. seven or eight characters. Yeah. Uh, this I would actually view the story. I don't know. You guys can pontificate on that, but I think it'd be more. It'd be easier to get John Boyega. Just because I think, A, he'd be game. He loves Star Wars. He really does. And, yeah. I mean, as busy as he is with his own, you know, like, company and all this that he's working on, like, I bet he could find some time to, yeah. to do this. I mean, and, and I would love to see it because he's a great He's a, I love the character Finn. Yeah. It's super great. Yeah. My yeah. thought would be Finn in the uh, in training as a stormtrooper. Oh, that would be cool. Well, and dealing with cool. that. And dealing with yeah. that idea of, like, right. trying to be loyal, but at the same time feeling questions about what's going on, but loyalty to... And they did a right. little bit of that in... In one of the run-ups to episode seven, mm-hmm. they had that like short stories with him and Ray and I think Poe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. did a little I bit with that. his like his like his his mates, but I still think you could do a full short full series, short like series a like that. a mini series with that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I also think he's a little he might be a little too busy to yep. do a show for Disney Plus, given that he's talked about wanting to direct and produce. That's what I film, mean. Yeah, motion, sure. motion pictures. So let him direct and produce it. Oh, I mean, yeah. If he, if he wanted to act in his own it. show and direct it, I mean, that yeah. that seems like something he'd be interested in. Yeah. Uh, Again, I'm he, just trying to be positive, guy. I'm trying to figure no, out no, the yeah. way through this. I don't necessarily believe these last two. Yeah, if yeah. I had to get that on, I'm going to say probably not. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to be like, here's the path. Right. This would be major coups for... I mean, if any company can do it, Disney can do it, right? Like, to spend that kind of money on a, you know, on a, on a video-on-demand show. But if you want people to subscribe, I mean, if yeah. you're getting actors the quality, mm-hmm. you know... You also uh, have Oscar Isaac and you have Oscar Vegas. Isaac doing his voice on Rebel on uh, Resistance. Resistance right? Right. Like, yeah. I, I think they're. I have a feeling that that their contracts that they sign pre episode seven. Yeah. Well, Disney is the golden goose. Like, yeah. And you ultimately want to keep a good relationship with yeah. Disney. Disney as an actor. So. Well, you take six weeks out of your life and you make how many millions of dollars to shoot a show? So you know much, what I mean? Like yeah. it's nice little like nest egg. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's they're going to differentiate themselves. I mean, they, they do have all the great content with, you know, the young Disney, yeah. you know, princess shows and like then the Marvel and then Star Wars. But I mean, if, if they really pour money in and be like, oh no, Disney is like the highest budget, you know, version as far as original content right. goes. Yeah. Then, that would be they can afford to be that sort of do that sort of differentiation, right? Yeah, and I hope they do it. I mean, that would be great, great for all us consumers. We just get better quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the direct and immediate, like the immediacy of the storytelling in the saga films and how Finn is treated there. That if he were to transfer over to a kind of Disney Plus uh, kind of series, hmm. 
I don't know if that treatment would be the best for his character. Like he, there might be holdover episodes where he's he's kind of not. There's no plot uh, movement, or and he's not progressing like he does in the film. Right. Where it's just like so immediate. It's so quick. Yeah, like his arcs just yeah. happen so quick. Yeah, we'll have to see what they yeah. do with him in yeah. episode nine, and that might yeah. open up some stuff. Because the show yeah, might be too. I'm sure might be too so stagnant rapid. for his character. It his character is very. But he's kind of so, in transit. But he's also such a dynamic actor yeah. and and very naturally charming and funny. Right. You could also do almost like a just spy mission four episode series right. yeah. where he's almost it's almost more of a comedy action thing where he's just kind like of a Han Solo goofy. film. Almost. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, very similar. He could be I goofy mean, Finn. That's like, where it makes fun. me feel like it's more likely that this is post nine Finn and yeah. like whatever role he's playing in the you know Resistance sure. Rebellion or whatever yeah. and whatever he's doing then. Yeah. Like maybe he's a, a smuggler. Like who knows what the next chapter right. is for that character? Yeah, um, he actually. Yeah, I mean, he actually seems most likely for a really quiet, happily ever after storyline than anyone else. I agree. He, yeah, with he all just the characters. wants to. He just wants to live and be yeah. safe. Right. Yeah. yeah. That sort of Han Solo. Let's get into trouble. Nope. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So then we have a, a Rose Tico show. That's a rumored wow. spinoff. Yeah. Are you? This, these are serious. We're right, halfway you, through the list. You, here. These are from people that are don't have X's in their username, right? <laughs> no, no, no. These are these are actually from like Slash Film and Credible Film yeah, Review really? sites. Yeah. And it's I, surprising. I it's very shocking. surprising that yeah. a lot of people are reporting on the, these these kind of rumored spinoffs. I'm sure, like, we don't know how far along these are. It could just be like, hey, like, everyone has to go home and, and come up with one, like, show idea. And they come back and this is the list everyone has. Yeah. And it got leaked out that people were just like, I don't know, Rose Tico. And then they do a thing. <laughs> but I mean, again. Pitch I, I, me a Rose Tico show. Anything. Like, where? what would be a great Rose Tico show? Talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking right at uh, So again, not it. not to do the cop out, what is episode nine? Yeah. Right? So I'm going to like no, ignore that's, that. No, that's, that's valid. I'm going to ignore that because you always have, I could just do the very easy between episode, tells the story between episode right. eight and episode nine, but I'm going to challenge myself a little bit. Good. Um, I like similar Finn's story was what is it like to be a stormtrooper in training? What is it like to be a low level person in the resistance? And it's like the peeling potato people in the resistance. Have you read Cobalt Squadron yet? <laughs> I have, but pre-Cobalt Squadron, like this idea of like, like... So even less action than Cobalt Squadron? Yes. Not every Star Wars series or show needs a lots of action. This could be the office of the Star Wars series. She's already... Like, her thing is that she like doesn't do anything because she lives behind... Like, she has to crawl behind a machine. Yeah. Because that's yeah. her job. So, like, you want her in a less I want position. more talking about interpersonal relationships and more, she's, again, naturally charming and funny. Like I In a bomber? Yeah. Or, like, even someplace more boring than that bomber. So, it's like if you took, no, no. So, who, did you guys watch Battlestar Galactica? Some episodes. No. So, my favorite part of Battlestar Galactica, I'm going to keep going as if you both said yes. My favorite part yes. of Battlestar Galactica is the hangar and the mechanics who work in the hangar. They're the most interesting okay. characters. And so, you you set the Rose Tico show in the hangar of these things mm-hmm. with other stuff going on. And it's constantly with her, like, maybe with her twin, with so her, her, with her sister and stuff like that. And it's just this interesting idea of like, it's not necessarily a Rose Tico show, but it's a show yeah. about the resistance that Rose Tico is the character we're following through. Right. I just don't think we've learned enough about that character to find anything that interesting to me. I mean, she's. Right, which she's is saving, you know, she's got a, a great role in, in Last yeah. Jedi, but I'm just like, I don't know. From what I've seen in Cobalt Squadron, it's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, what mm. do you think, Grant? Uh, I definitely don't want to go back in time. When we're talking about Finn and going back to when he was training to be a Star Trek, I, I don't really want to see these characters, you know, uh, age backwards or see them, you know, portraying uh, themselves in moments of times that happened previous to the saga films. I feel like if we do a Rose show, I would love to see, you know, how she develops a character in nine and then yeah. base the show yeah. off that. But ultimately, I, I, I only see her going a few different directions. I, th- I see her 
becoming a kind of general of the resistance, kind okay. of high-ranking officer of the yeah. resistance, and exploring that. But I also, given the kind of Canto bite um, scenes in The Last Jedi and kind of how political hmm. she is, I mean, she, she could fighter. be a politician. Like, I oh, would love her to turn yeah, to a politician. And I would love that to be the West like Wing yeah, of yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Wars, I where like it's Rose show. Tico yeah. being this show. new I'm kind of that. populist, yeah. there you go. social social populist. Yeah, I can get into that. Resistance. That's I think... Yeah, like yeah, to it be, would have to be after. You yes, know, yes, no, like, I, I agree. I mean, I, I was being passive aggressive about it, but like everything before. Well, I set the challenge myself of not going forward in time, so I'll be the first to admit I paint myself. I painted myself yeah, into a corner. That's a, tough, that's a tight corner. I like Grand Show yeah, much better, and I would totally yeah. watch that more. Like she's getting show. yeah, she's blossoming yeah. into a very yeah. fascinating right. character, but I think mm-hmm. it's, it's yet to be seen. Well, like I'm a little worried about the Cast and Andor show because I know we're going back in time with mm. that show as well. I mean, like. When I watch Rogue forward. One, am I going to look at the casting Andor show and say, oh, wow, Diego Luna actually looks older than he does in Rogue One? This is eh. kind of breaking the immersion for ah, me. Man, blah, that blah, blah, blah. handsome, not handsome they, man does not yeah. age. He won't. He won't. Yeah, or yeah. they could just put him in helmets a lot, and that'd be cool, too. Right, yeah, right, right. just some light, you know, Vaseline on the lens. It's fine. But like, well, I'm sure they'll de-age him slightly with whatever view. Yeah, they technology. will. I also think he's, he's so... Uh, I feel like he's I'm young. Like, he's still a young guy. He's young. He's also yeah. very rugged looking. Like, I feel like... yeah. yeah. He'll do fine, and I feel like it'll just. I don't. I don't think that'll necessarily. It's only been a couple of years. No, too. It's, it's, yeah, not it's not been long at all. Of time. And, and I mean, yeah, and they're not going to go back to his childhood. But yeah. I think it's, he's going to be a great character arc because yeah. I like he could be a much different character than what we see because right. he's one of the few ones that's like kind of pulls it together and. And Jyn Erso gives him some morals and yeah, some focus. Yeah, he's much you know? darker at the beginning of, of that. And right. Yeah. So, like, we could see a really dark Diego Luna doing some like really you know questionable things. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of that would be mm-hmm. interesting if they did it right. Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to the Mandalorian, but I actually think I'm looking forward to the Cassian Andor yeah. one more, just because that character is great. Just because I know more, I have no idea what the Mandalorian's gonna be. All right, what else? So the got? next rumored show is a young Leia show. Sure. You just you take what's her name from Stranger Things, you make her young Leia. <laughs> next, next one. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no I would love that show. I mean, I've been harping on this forever. I just want yeah, a yeah. kind of young diplomat Leia running yeah. around like 14, 15 with a little blaster. Yeah. White gown kind of outfit, and then just just taking names and Take kicking names. butts. Yeah. Do we yeah. get Jimmy Smiths? Oh, because yeah. then we run into yes. When we yes. run into a bit of that yes. issue though of him yes. being a little They'll too de-age old. Him, it'll be fine. No, he also no, doesn't no. age. That he's man a, does yeah. not age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll be fine. Because I love Jimmy Smith. So <sighs> I would yeah. like yeah. yeah, a little base on him. Get rid of mm-hmm. a couple wrinkles. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know we've talked about this. I didn't think it was possible because they they really the book captured it in the book. And I'm trying to remember what's the name. It's like. Princess Leia is the Leia of Princess of Alderaan. Princess, Princess of Alderaan, yeah. Um, it's an awesome book. Yeah. I, that's a, I mean, I would definitely suggest reading that, but it, like, that covers, like, it, it covers her going from being a girl to. It's a basically young woman. the whole thing is but her. It's her age, maturation. Her, yeah, but exactly. the movie, it's her right of passage. Pass, it's like, exactly. it's like her Kinsinia for, um, yeah. for Alderaan. But the movie yeah. only has to be one diplomatic endeavor. Like, it only has to be one incident, really. It doesn't have to be. <sighs> oh, all for over. a movie? Yeah. How old or for is a show. She... Sorry, for a series. For a series, it really only has to have one. You know, Because it could take place that before that, right? Like, it could be a little bit of her yeah. kind of getting into trouble. But I know what you're saying. It's like, true. But that's the meat of it. Like, it's her sort of getting into. Like, it's this book, or she, like, she finds out her parents are with the rebellion. You know, she yeah. meets Tarkin for the first time. Yeah. They come. You know, this out, is yeah. canon, so it's like it, it's really she meets Admiral Holdo. This is where she right, meets right, right. you know Holdo, and I mean she really cuts her teeth. She does her first missions. Like this is well, the then stuff have you Claudia Gray consult. But that's the thing. The other thing is, is like that's a great story, and I would actually yeah. love to see that story on film. So they could do the Game of Thrones thing and just say yeah. we're going to take this and film it. I'd be totally down with that, but I mean that'd be new. 
that would be new territory for them. But definitely, I, mean, I feel like it'll be money when well spent. I would love, I would love to see that book as. Right. A show. And these rumors are a little foggy, so the pitch might not have even been young Leia. It could have been Alderaan, like Gotham or something. You know how the Gotham show is kind of just features yeah, Gotham, with Bruce Gotham Wayne is. and Joker and all these kind of yeah. characters in Gotham. Sorry. It could be Alderaan, you know, yeah. and just focus on Leia and. Uh, and Jimmy Smith. Do you and like Batman? Mom. But the most the thing you hate about Batman is Batman. <laughs> then watch Gotham. Sorry. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. Positive Adam. Positive Adam. Come back. There he is. Come back. He's happy. Next show is a Darth Bane show. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's like a 100%. easy hands down. Let's do it. Who's uh, Who's Darth Bane? Oh, I suck at casting. Darth. Oh, who? Who? <laughs> uh, who smell played Darth Bane? Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty. Beastly, rugged, strong dude. Like, yeah. he's huge. He'd have to be a beast. Like, yeah, that's the problem. Is like, who do you get? Oh, you know, he, you know, because I'm like, who is like, who is the gettable rock and Jason Momoa? Like, you're not getting those two, right? Yeah. yeah. Joe Mangalella. Ma- yeah. Mangalella, whatever. From, um, uh, what's the vampire? True Blood. True Blood. The werewolf right, in True Blood. He's married to, um, okay. The woman Sophia from Vergara, Sophia Vergara. I feel like that's the gettable version of that. Like that's like the yeah, yeah. one level down. I don't know if he'd be good at it, but like, right? Because he has Magic to. Yeah, yeah, he he starts off in like a mine. Oh, He's a miner, yeah. and then he gets to like the Sith Academy and yeah. starts the Sith training. Uh, but he's just lived such a hard life of abuse and yeah. just neglect. A- and oh, pain. again, that I mean, well, I guess so. That's a good case where they could just actually use the legends as source material well, actually, yeah. yeah i would like them to take it you know go in a different direction than the legends books because i love really the Car- i love the carpathian books but i mean like i just i feel like that you could do something you could totally do so different well with you that just there. take yeah. what works and you just that's yeah. that's the nice thing yeah. about the legends is mm-hmm. i think that's their rule at, at lucasfilm right now is like they when you start writing about it, they give you all right. of the legend stuff and they're like your choice take what you, you want take what you want leave what you know right. it's a buffet um and that's Ooh. the advent of the rule of two. I mean, that's that's yeah, Bane did. Right. So that's yeah. we have to cover that in his legacy and his um, story. I mean, in court, I mean, in the old legends. I mean, he was still around in the Sith Wars, right? So when there were right. still Sith armies, and yeah. you know that that was that's a pretty cool time period yeah. to look at. Yeah. Batista, I would love to see that. I know a lot of oh, people man. would. Too. Dude, I'm dying for like a Batista Conan, a Batista Star Wars. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, just like yeah. that guy just crushes. He could do yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, cool. So Darth Bane, we're all on board for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and who I mean, that seems like Benny well, Weiss territory. Like I, I want to see all of these. See if Benny Weiss do something. I mean, and we know they're going to do a trilogy now. Yeah. I mean, I either want them to go a thousand years back or five thousand yeah. years back. If you know what I mean? Like that's or three thousand years. I mean, like I, one thousand, three thousand, five thousand is kind of like where I want them to go. It also is very marketable because it's very easy that like you avoid the confusion of 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 what happened with. Um, uh, Rogue One and Solo, right? Like yeah. people got com- just general consumers got a little confused about the timeline. Yeah. I remember like the Rogue One was like, wait, there's another Death Star. So it's very easy to, to just be like, it's people said it. It's very easy to advertise this in like a thousand years before Luke Skywalker. Like yeah. like you just sell right. like clearly this is ancient history yeah. in that in that yeah. you know a long 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 time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they don't do that. No. Funny. Yeah, that should be at the beginning of it. No. Um, but like it's easier to sell and for audiences to understand yeah. that it's a diff- very yeah. different time period. Right. And they could do the Yoda line from the prequels where it's like always two there is a master yeah. apprentice, yeah. like that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, VO yeah. and then just do yeah. a sweet trailer. Connect it in. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's my favorite um, idea so far for the Benioff and Weiss series. If they did a Agreed. Darth Bane series, I mean, that would be it's pretty tr- cool. They're, they, I mean, they're, they're, 
doing a trilogy as of last week. But right. if the, if this is the project, yes, well, they might just do the Jedi Sith Wars, which we know sure. happened just yeah. before Darth Bane and during the time of right. Darth Bane. Yeah. And they need like a character. I mean, if they wanted a character, right, like a vehicle on, for all of us, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bane would that'd be great. And then yeah. so we all know sort of where it's going towards the rule of two, right? And then actually, if they got into it though, and there was two, and like the hijinks that like two Sith lords get in it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know right. if they'd get into that. That sounds like comic. I think people, right yeah, but he's really—they're really good at writing that stuff, right? I mean, look yeah. at like they can write like I Game of Thrones is awesome. We all know, mm-hmm. but like my favorite part of that is when they're writing the bad guys. They write the baddies in that show at a much higher level than the goodies. Nice. I would. I'm just gonna stop you right there. And I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, and then so am I. So I'm just gonna say, I, I just don't think they can write. I, I have nothing. I haven't seen oh, yeah. anything to suggest I, I, that's that fair enough. wife can write a decent script. <laughs> that's fair enough. Because, like, yes, I mean, they're good. They're they're really good at, at producing an amazing yeah. looking show. That's fair. With great source material, yeah. but we You're don't. You're not know hurting anything. me. It's not my it's not my favorite thing in the world. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. But I'm just saying, in terms of like when I'm watching that show, I'm down. just laughing at like how like you're like I don't know. I'm like I don't care. I don't give a <laughs> sorry. Fine, you know? I didn't mean to be <laughs> no. that dramatic. I'm just like you're fine. I just, you're, you're fine. <laughs> but there's nothing to suggest that they can. But write my point is, when I'm watching Game of in Thrones, in fact, most of the stuff we've seen they've done as original. Oh, that's actually a good point. Handfisted and terrible. Yeah, that last season was. So, but my point is like maybe they'll hire. Writers, maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe they're just producing and directing, doing stuff. But my point yeah. is, is, when I'm watching Game of Thrones, and this is more J- art, you know, R.R. Martin, um, yeah, George. So, but and maybe they learn this lesson is that I'm more interested when they're dealing with the bad guys than the good guys in that right. show. Like, th- I feel like that is more in- compelling to me. And I'm usually not that person. Like, I don't love super dark right. television, but those characters are super dynamic. Like, Cersei's is amazing, an amazing character, and just, right? But I, I really, I mean, it's, I think it's more because of more. Have you read the books? Mm-mm. Yeah, so I don't have twenty. No, it's it's but it's, yeah. it's uh, I mean, it's worth the time to yeah. read it versus the show because he's I mean he's an amazing writer mm-hmm. and, it, and I mean it was his concept to be like every person is this multi like there yeah. is no bad and good everyone yeah. is bad everyone is good and like so he's just really good right. at, at doing it. So. Which I think last season was standing that yeah. they did a good job of translating that to the screen. Like Cersei's, right. I love as a character because you can you can. Empathize, empathize with her and then yeah. she does something horrible and you also right. understand the motivation behind that and I feel like hopefully they took those lessons from that and they can bring that over the Star Wars universe focusing on the Sith right because yeah. the Sith are compelling characters because their logic usually starts in a good place like that Count Dooku Dooku combo yeah. from last week did such a good job of illustrating like the you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions mm-hmm. and that has like the log line of the Sith right yeah right. yeah and I mean that might be it might resemble what we see post episode 9 too Right. Yeah. Is where, yeah. I, is where I, at least I think they're doing it. I was just laughing because I'm like, how did I get on this thing where I have to defend Game of Thrones? <laughs> Why are you Because I don't voice. care. Yeah, I, I enjoy it, but I'm like, I'm not like I'm a, like a Game of Thrones nerd. No, I, it's just that, yeah, I am. And uh, yeah, I have notes. I have yeah, notes I will myself. always, but I, I mean, will like, always defer at, to you. You look at yeah. um, Peter Jackson, right? Yeah. I mean, did a beautiful job with Tolkien. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Sell the Hobbit, whatever that was. But let's just say studio. That, that was that a cash like grab. A studio, studio cash grab. Yeah, yeah studio yeah. cash grab. But uh, I mean, as far as him, mm-hmm. uh, original content. Have you ever seen Meet the Feebles? Yeah. Well, when we talk about Dead Alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about that. Yeah, and all that. Uh, we we, again, we then, cut that out of our. We oh yeah, <laughs> for we listeners. Ben and yeah. I had a five minute debate about the title of that movie, which I'm just I'm no, shoving it down so deep. Right. Into like that's not the original New Zealand title. What's fine. the original name? Let's just say no. Brain dead. Brain, Brain dead. Okay. <laughs> Slash dead alive. Dead alive. All right. Yes. Next show, guys.
<laughs> Next it's just like, yeah, right. mommy, dad, just, stop fighting. That's that's just, anyways, that's what I'm saying. But no, it, it's, it's analogous to that. Like, you listen, know, David Benioff really... wrote X Men Wolverine Origins. All right. So, oh, I forgot about that. We yeah, said, we're, 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 in one, we're in good hands. All right. We're in good hands. No, that's just the Wolverine. That's the one with, um, that's the one with Sabretooth played by Lee Schreiber. Lee Schreiber. And that's where we get Deadpool, who's not really Deadpool. It's, no, no. I'm talking about the the Japan um, episode. You're talking oh, about, oh, Japan. Oh, that was oh, so, Mangle. Oh, no, that was Mangle. No, they wrote the one with the with the Ryan Rent. Yeah. yeah. The, the Deadpool. Yeah. It's not Deadpool. Yeah. That was an interesting yeah. show. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you saw it's an amazing movie. We're in good hands. I, All right, next. Keep reminding us that. Possibly I keep forgetting. Go wrong. <laughs> It'll be great. But you know what? If, if they could even make a campy Darth Bane <laughs> series, and I would still love it. What's well, fun about Darth just, Bane is that when we do deal with the Sith, uh, Jedi Sith Wars, we don't really have a light side vehicle. It really does focus on Darth Bane mm-hmm. in that in that era of storytelling and, and Lord Khan and the Sith and the kind of the yeah. Rusan and the Thought Bomb and all that kind of stuff. So we really don't have a light side uh, mm. vehicle for that show. So right. it would be a dark side dark side show. That'd be great. Um, so Kira. Sure. I think Kira show. Yeah. We talked about we this, this last week. Yeah. We talked about Crimson Dawn. Like yeah. the show could be called Crimson Dawn. Right. And that just feels way more marketable. And it's you got Maul, you got Kira, you got yeah. other gangs. You got the next one on your list. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Ray oh, yeah, Park yeah. gets some work. Great. Yeah. 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 That would be yeah. That would be great. When we talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Sam Whitwer does the voice, and Ray Park acts, and, and, and Kira awesome. is sure. on missions and being awesome. Yeah. Do we need Ray Park to act? This is not, I mean, I like Ray Park a lot, but it's like, I think you get him because he does flips and does other stuff, but he's not doing and, flips. And sentimentality at this point. That's fair. And his know. spirit and his fire. I like pretty him a imposing. lot. This is when not he, When he ignited that saber, I was pretty, I felt threatened. I was, I was, was good. Yeah, I felt things. nauseated and annoyed. Um, Lando. Lando. Guys, Lando. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spinoff mm. series. That would be so On Disney fun. Plus. That would be fun. Donald Glover. Adam, I, don't, I don't think Donald Glover does. Takes time away from Atlanta. Does Lando and Disney Plus? Well, I, I go back and forth, right? I feel like he is now, he is at like peak of his career, it seems right. like. Like the Grammys, like he just won the Grammys. He's like so famous, he just ghosts the world. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like he he doesn't even, I mean, he's he's got his hands in so many things. I just, I was yeah. just flipping through Netflix. He's got a comedy special. Yeah. Did you know he has a comedy special? Wow. Yeah, I like, just saw it too. I'm like, what? And he, no, it's like, yeah. and he had like, you know, great, obviously a musician. Well, like yeah. a new comedy special? Um, no, I mean, I think it's uh, probably a couple of years old. I've been a fan of his since like the College Humor days. Where yeah. Way it's back. on Netflix. Yeah. It's like, he's yeah. got his own comedy. I, saw it I mean, it looks too. pretty contemporary. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Uh, but no, own but show, I'm just saying, like, music, like, new album coming out. commit to a show like that for that long? But he is a giant geek. Yeah, like he's in like he's in Homecoming, the, the Spider-Man right. Homecoming show, a movie because there was a big campaign for him to be Spider-Man in the oh, new really? thing, and he just loves that character. Um, He's Uncle Aaron, right? Yeah, he yeah. plays That's he plays cool. the uncle of Miles Morales in this in the yeah. in the the other Spider-Man. So I'm like, oh, he cool. just already kind yeah. of inserted himself there in that thing. Like I feel like, and he loves Lando. Like I feel like he's most yeah. feel like he might. Say if they come back and say, "Hey, we need you for an episode, or we need you for like a thirty-minute cameo here and there," he might just do it just out of the love of that that character. But you don't think he would do a full? He would do a Lando show. I, he might like a limited series. I don't think he get him more for four more than. I think it depends on the episodes. talent attached to the That's project, true. like yeah. the director, yeah. the cinematographer. Like and if you throw enough well, money at a guy, I mean, maybe he's like. I mean, if they throw enough money at him, 
Maybe he just likes doing cool stuff. He does. Yeah. He's also oh, he, yeah. such a creative dude. Like yeah. Maybe you just say, we want to do a Lando show. Will you write what, what do you yeah. want to do? Yeah. What do right. you want to see? What do you want Lando to do? And here right. and like and help him kind that of would be cool. create his if, own Lando show. Yeah. That would be cool if they let him sort of create it. I yeah. mean, whatever he wants. I, I, but yeah. I, who knows what looks and lurks in the heart of Donald Glover, right? Right. Yeah. Like, does he want to keep being all these things is it compulsive he's, he's, or is he just gonna like i don't know is he flighty is he just like right, maybe no. i'll just sink myself into lando for a couple Man, years he's such a fascinating yeah. human like i yeah. feel like out of all these things he's like the least likely and the most likely at the right. same time right. to do this and i don't right. know who's gonna total who's gonna be yeah. yeah well it feels like a fresh slate if you do a lando show because he'll he'll be with lobot it won't be l3 it'll be like a, a completely different Ooh. feeling yes. thing whereas han and chewy will feel like you know, a, a serialized version of the film he, he had. Yeah, know? yeah. Because he is very much a bad... Again, rewatching Solo, like, he's great. He yeah. is not in that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah. and he he spends very, very little time off the Millennium Falcon. I love the fact yeah. that during the heist, he sits on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they land, he just comes outside for a couple of minutes and then goes and just takes off. Like, I love that character. <laughs> you know like, I am not... I'm out. I'm I just here for the part. money. I'm. Yeah. He's doing the. He's doing what Han Solo always threatened to do, which is just like, I'm just lending you my ship, and I'm just driving you point A to point B, and that's it. Now I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. That was you killed my really droid. Good. You ruined my ship. I'm out of here. He did yeah. get wounded though, so he yeah, did. He's, he's allowed to too. leave. Well, he lost the love of his life. Yeah, yeah exactly. And finally, this seems to have the most credibility online: an Obi Wan Kenobi limited series. Yeah, yeah. We've been talking about this for a long time. It's got to be you and McGregor. I mean, otherwise, I'm not half as interested in this. I wouldn't, and it sounds I like care. Disney is pushing this to the front of the queue. Like this is the yeah. first thing they want to address with Disney Plus. Is this yeah. kind of this? Everyone seems to be wanting this Kenobi series or, or film. So, well, the biggest well, rumor was that was going to be the next movie, right yeah, after yeah, they, yeah. after Iger rethought the delivery. And part of me is like, I don't know how much of his rethinking in terms of like rethinking after Solo, going, oh, it's too risky to do movies versus. This is too big of a story to tell in a two-hour chunk. Yeah, that makes like, so much sense mm-hmm. to me. Like maybe we do a six-episode and realizing, like watching the success of Game of Thrones and these other things, and going, "Wait a minute, why don't we take it and do yeah. a long-form storytelling?" Mm-hmm. That's I don't want to get too boring for too long here, but like financially, mm-hmm. anything they're making on this, like video on demand, the the benefit goes to us. Like they're right, not making exactly. any more money on this; they're exactly. just. In, increasing the value of right. the brand yeah, and differentiating great. themselves. So, yeah. I mean, it's by not making a, a, I mean, they would make so much more money by making a, you know, an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Right. But they're just, instead, they're like, no, let's tell this right and do it in, you know, a bunch of installments and increase the, you know, value of our brand, of yeah. our video. That seems brand. like super genuine and, uh, and transparent and, and smart because, there is a criticism that Disney is kind of profiting off legacy characters. And I feel like if they give it to you free in like a three-part limited series yeah. or like yeah, an eight-part, you know, yeah. uh, miniseries or eight-part series, I feel like that's just that's more, more bang for your buck as the customer and you're not feeling ripped. You're not yeah. feeling like you're being no. suckered into it's watching legacy characters because you're already attached yeah. to legacy characters yeah. and paying a ticket price and all this, all this stuff. That's what I always think about Netflix, right? Like I have Netflix and and... 
I watch some of the shows and other shows I see pop up. I'm like, well, that seems dumb, but I'm not going to watch it. And I don't get angry that they made it because no, it's still 10.99 a month for me. Yeah. And like, and then something comes out yeah. that I enjoy, and there's something always. And so those fans that are like that who only want to watch legacy characters can watch legacy characters. Only want to yeah. watch the Clone Wars can watch the Clone Wars yeah. and, and pay the same price as all of us. Right. And some of us, yeah. everyone at this table, will watch every single thing that they drop and and get the most out of their 10.99 a month. Because yeah, it, it doesn't feel like they're banking off legacy character if they're giving it to us for exactly. free. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's just yeah. that's so clear. Yeah. And, yeah. And this is why advice. I have a, a real problem with a lot of the um, like the trashy um, online, um, you know, geek magazines out there. That they all frame it like, well, since the disaster that was Solo, and it's like, <laughs> okay, so now instead of making a movie, they're going to give this show away for free. Like that doesn't, doesn't make any, any sense. sense at all. No. Yeah. And um, I just don't think that Solo was a disaster. I no. think it was a fantastic film, and I think it still made money. And like, you know, I just think they tested the waters and found. Yeah, down the way it's they going. They learned their lessons, but they, I don't think they're yeah. running scared. The world's moving on, and it's just like it's yeah. great that they've got this new product with video yeah. on demand. And I mean, I can't wait to lot, watch the heck out of that. To, to like mm-hmm. the collector and the like, uh, the collector and me yeah. to have all of my Marvel and yeah. like you know and yep. Star Wars stuff in the same place. So whatever yeah. I just want to like sift through mm-hmm. and pick a Clone Wars episode. Yeah, or, you know, pick oh, you yeah. know, Rogue One or like. To watch the Mandalorian, and if you know you get them in completion in the beginning, where you can binge these things. Yeah, it'd be nice if you could customize your feed on Disney Plus to just give you Star Wars. Oh, they're gonna have sections. Yeah. I guarantee. Oh, yeah. I bet you it's gonna be here's wow. your Disney section or Disney cartoon section. Here's your Star Wars section. Here's your Marvel section. Yeah. I, I bet hope so. you. Wow. That'd the other thing is not to bum me up, and but but that's not gonna be day one because they still have their contracts with Netflix. Yeah. They have to run yeah, out. Yeah. So like, it's gonna I be interesting. That. Like that. There's going to be like a year or two overlap before everything gets shifted over. Yeah. But it's common. But the, like I no, think it, down that's, the road, that's yeah. why Rebels isn't streamable right now because they knew this was coming. Yeah. So Rebels will be available day I one. DVR'd every episode of that show. I own them all. I'm yeah. actually I'm, I'm excited to go back through. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that too. Yeah, especially seasons three yeah. and four were nope. Yeah, cool. And and I, I think we've pitched ideas for an Obi Wan spinoff show, so we won't yeah. regurgitate that stuff. But um, yeah. if yeah. you listen to previous episodes, we yeah. Obi Wan show should be in the title. Yeah, for those Sergio episodes. Leone. Yeah, we have so many ideas yeah. for that. Like planes, drifter, Obi Wan, right. and, and like an Imperial right. inspector being, yeah. being the oh, kind yes. of threat to the villain. Dude, character. Dude, you practically got like a script going. Dude, this. I I mean, yeah, you call can me. write a show. I'm ready to go. Right, Grant's ready to go. Um, call. Yeah, and she could be a super cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take one. Uh, yeah, and she could be a. Really interesting character because she could be someone that the Emperor is actually pleased with. Yeah. He's he just has disdain for most every character that he comes across. It'd be right, nice but to, he likes this. He likes this, this character. Investigator. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, she, you know, then her plan's foiled and Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan. Uh saves the day at the end. I mean, he has to. Luke's yeah. still there in a new hope. So it's great because we'll get more of the best Obi-Wan. And I mean, I love prequel Obi-Wan. I love what Ewan McGregor did with him. But I'm just saying, like, as far as like character development. Like old old Ben is the best Obi like is the best Obi Wan and I think right. Filoni really grasped that when like when you see Obi Wan in um, in Rebels yeah it's it's a whole the gravitas to that character he is like super OP leveled full up to like his actual potential yeah. as a you know like he yeah. needed some time alone to just think and be with the Force and and um, right. and he's I, I would say he's ten you know at least twice as powerful. As an old man, as he was as young Obi Wan. Absolutely, I mean that showdown or between him and Maul is just like oh. I love. It's bu- it's a bummer at first how fast that is, and then when you rewatch, you're like, no, this no, is amazing because that's exactly how it should go. Because yeah. one's been just focusing like a monk on his abilities and powers, mm-hmm. and the other one's just been going mad for the last ten years, yeah. and so it's just like that. 
But um, that that I love that like I love that time period because mm-hmm. it's just this like perfect like yeah. halfway midpoint between Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness, right. and yeah. it's just like exactly what I want out of a series. Yeah, that character so. seems like it would have he would have the best prospect of winning a Golden Globe, like if, if yeah. done well, if the writing yeah. was strong enough, yeah. and it was it's the and the the show is as yeah. introspective and kind of philosophical yes. as I I think it's going to be. Yeah, I feel like that's there's definitely that, a chance yeah. that uh, Ewan McGregor could win a Golden Globe yes. for playing yeah. a Star yes. Wars character. Yeah. That's a show that I think could be as slow as it wants to be. Whereas like mm-hmm. Rose, I don't think they could do a Rose show that was that slow. No, but no, like, no. but that that Obi Wan one, I mean, he could just sit in his hut for a whole episode, just stroking and, his beard, yeah. or you know, <laughs> sifting through relics yeah. of an old time, or mm-hmm. um, right. you know, writing in his journal or like talking yeah. to Qui Gon Jinn. Right. Imagine if they had a a, a uh, cameo there, like with, a master uh, and apprentice kind of yeah. appearing. Quite Qui Gon Jinn showed up. <laughs> But I don't know if Liam's in B- the best spot. To- <laughs> oh, really? This is a bad Liam news day? Did I miss uh, Oh, you missed a real bad. We'll talk about did it he <laughs> No, he did not. He just said some crazy stuff about wanting to kill black people. But hey, it's fine. <sighs> yeah, we lost Qui-Gon. <laughs> for, right. for a while. But yeah. it may be like... I'm no longer actor, pounding on the table excited but, about Qui-Gon. But this <laughs> might be why he comes back. Because it might be his like... He's been shunned by Hollywood for the past three years. And now he needs his like... He needs oh, his... My. He's actually willing to do it. Yeah, he's like, I need to come back. And <laughs> I need some money. Well, the second you were starting to go down to Liam Neeson, I'm like, ooh, we've got oh, some news yeah, to yeah. tell you about. You guys are going to tell me when major characters, especially Qui-Gon <laughs> Jinn, have been... <laughs> ensnared in some racist controversy. All right. Well, um, um, anyways, yes. there's a boundless p- potential. But yeah, but I think, and we talked about it before, I mean, Ewan McGregor's game. He loves the character uh-huh. and he's willing to do premiere television. He did the third season of Fargo. Right, so I think this is, of all of these, it's the one that everything lines yeah. up perfectly to be like, of, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. He did some movie recently where he played Jesus in the desert and... Um, Oh yeah, very similar to kind of like like there's a lot of like very there's a lot of like fake Obi Wan trailers that use footage from right. that terror from that movie, that. and they're yeah. so awful and it makes no sense. But yeah. nonetheless, I was like, oh, he has kind of dwelled in the desert and yeah. ruminated yeah. as yeah. another character, so why not just do it again? Well, we'll get um, a meeting between him and young Luke at some point, yeah. and things like that. Yes, and oh, that get Joel Edgerton really to come back to play Lar Owen Lars. Owen and Lars, like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a mundane task. Like he helps Luke, yes, like get some water yes. from a moisture evaporator, exactly. some just some really boring yeah. thing. And drop some wisdom, but says some like axiom that just I don't changes want him saving life, Luke or yeah. anything over yeah. like heavy handed. No, yeah. like, you must like do that. what you think is right. If nothing like the comic yeah, exactly. where like gangster, like you know, thugs are no, kind of not push, pushing on the moisture. And you get him going to Moss Eisley once yeah. and a little bit of that, but you don't like you know like just just him being a monk in the desert. And definitely, definitely some crate dare dragon action though. Crate dragons, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the budget. Like my thirty percent of the budget for the season in with crate dragon. Hundred percent. My fear is that then they're gonna make it so that we now know where the crate dragon bones came from in episode four. You wouldn't uh, like yeah. that. I, I it was would, a great story. I would love slash hate it. Like I do. Well, the problem with those bones is it looks like a brontosaurus bones, and like we know the crate dragon has a very different anatomy than those bones. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. it's more. It's more. I mean, the broader, head, the head girthier dragon. Right. And yeah. it's sort of, I mean, right? It's a four-legged. It's just a yeah, giant horned yeah. lizard, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just remember it. killing them in Star Wars Galaxy, the video game. <laughs> I go out crate uh, dragon hunting with yeah, my Wookiee yeah. uh, bounty hunter. It was a lot of fun. Well, we blast, but um, <sighs> those were the days. Yeah, those were the days. Remember when we had two Star Wars video games? <laughs> That's it for spinoff show rumors. Uh, I have a few episode nine rumors. If you guys want to get into them, if you don't, we can save it for next week. It's up to you. Let's do it.
Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to th- go through them real quick. Yeah. So um, these are episode nine rumors. They're supposedly leaks, but they're just they're listed under probable BS on Reddit. So it's probably just nothing. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, this is a little wall. Uh, if you just want to keep yourself uh, safe from any spoilers for episode nine, I would just uh, we're, uh, tune out now. But um, yeah. So we're going to go into this. Uh, okay. First rumor. Luke and Leia will appear together in a flashback. The flashback is being described as a scene where Leia is either being trained or discussing Jedi training with Luke. Oh, so a flashback. Po- and they're posi- post- possibly de-aged Luke and Leia. Well, I mean, wow. they would have to be. Or different right. actors. So uh, post-Return um, of the Jedi flashback. Yes. Maybe. Sure. I always thought if there's going to be a flashback, it would be her and Han dropping Kylo off to Luke. Yeah. I mean, that just seems that you get the game oh. back together again for a little bit. But maybe. That would, that would, like, they need to show that scene at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, or they just do some sort of basic training thing to sort of give the whole Mary Poppins scene some more credibility. They don't know that they need what to if do Leia that. Just, no, what if Leia just whips out a lightsaber and bests Luke and it's just like, yeah, I'm the Jedi now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be interesting. Uh, yeah. That would be new. I'm sure the internet would be fine with that. I am the Jedi now. That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. Um, but I, I mean, not uh, if you read the Princess Leia book. Yeah, she's quite adept at skill She and, is, and and also, I mean, when you, what was it? The uh, certain point of view with Yoda, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. just like right. he knows, like the more capable one is Leia. Yeah, exactly. Like that was always the plan. That was always yeah. the plan. Leia. Yeah. So, like, honestly, if they. Had like a fencing, they had a duel, and she kicked his butt. <laughs> also, I mean, not, that, that was be a that random wild joke. Yeah. I mean, we, I doubt that. but we yeah. talked about like alternate um, comics last week. Imagine if they did the what if mm. Leia was the one who got trained, the Leia was the one who got brought yeah. to Yoda, oh, fun. and it would just be amazing. The entire story is like, yeah, she uh, beat the Empire, she turned Darth Vader back to good. Uh, the First Order never rose to power, and the universe was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She just like yeah, <laughs> it would be amazing. Firmly, hey, Luke owned the, the empire. Yeah, it was like she got captured, and then like then it was over. It mm-hmm. destroyed the Death Star from the inside. Yeah, it was done in one movie. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would be hilarious. Managed All right. to. All right, next rumor. Uh, there will be stormtroopers episode nine with solid red armor, much like uh, huh. Cardinal Von Reagan Cardinal. Von yeah. All right. Sure. Um, and this is actually sure. corroborated by another leak that I read earlier, or rumor, should I say, uh, about um, the acolytes of the Beyond possibly being an element in the story. And who are the these these the stormtroopers are Beyond troopers. They're Beyond. They're part of this Beyond regime. This kind of mm-hmm. these troopers from the unknown regions and beyond. They're kind of this special spec or special ops. So still affiliated with the First Order, but like. But beyond units, almost beyond, yeah, right. it's like so like special units or beyond troopers. That's what they're yeah. kind of like. That's what the, the last rumor I I'm read. I'm getting is. what you're saying. I'm just trying yeah. to find a way to paraphrase it to sort of get is it, Wasn't the last, yeah, the last Star Trek movie is called Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did, yeah. So they're not going to do Beyond. <laughs> okay, that's good. Sorry. <laughs> that's my leg. Okay, well, it was just debunked. Thanks. All right. <laughs> but, I mean, sorry. I, I will say, I mean, if we know, if we can name two red stormtroopers, there's. Why wouldn't there be more? Well, and the and the and the I just don't think they're called beyond. And the helmets reforged, uh, Kylo's helmets reforged, lots of red. red. Yeah, there. and we like the red. I mean, red's a big Sith color. Yeah, it's a big I JJ mean, color. Too. Yeah, oh, that's right. And 
I mean, we do love the guards from uh, Praetorian from guards, Praetorian guards yeah. and, and the Imperial Guard. Like, we love that color. So maybe, like, maybe yeah, Kylo's yeah. obsessed with red and starts making his yeah. own. Maybe it's maybe it's Kylo's, like, elite crew. Yeah, his like, five it could be just, like, the highest yeah. echelon of the First Order that sure. take their orders from maybe the... Yeah. the, the that kind of those I dark cultists means, yeah, who I mean, surrounded you're describing surrounded the imperial guard essentially exactly yeah. who are more more, or more militaristic or yeah. more yeah one for this yeah ready for combat yeah i could see it happen all right nine nub will have a much larger role in you're this huge. film do you guys you guys tooling on me right now <laughs> no this is a legit rumor you guys I, he, <laughs> I don't know i just I this was i read up. this i just typed it down and i just thought i'd mention it and i knew you were here so i was Elated to, to share this with you. I, he better be. I yeah. I have no Why idea. I just, he I'm be? laughing because he's a main character. Yeah. He's yeah. a legacy character. Yeah. He has to do that exact same laugh yeah. after well, blowing well, something well, well, up. Yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he has to do that. Like, yes. I well, demand and, it. And it'd be great too because it wouldn't come out of nowhere, right? Because we see him in episode seven, right? He's around. We see him. In, he's not in eight, is he? Oh, oh yeah. So our land. He's in the last season with eight. Who is it? Um, yeah. He's I think it's Poe. Is is talking to him about like, yeah. some fighter pilots. Nine oh, like they're yeah. all buddies. Really? All right. Nine, Nine Nub's in the game. Yeah. Do you, so, th- do you think Nine Nub and Lando are going to be the kind of Han and Chewie of The Force Awakens? That would be like really they're, they're together in the Falcon again? Well, I heard some rumors about Lando's thing, which may... Oh. Uh, I forgot. Do share. So the new rumor is that Lando's appearance is cameo level at best. Oh. But I don't know. Again, rumors and wild speculation. But he's working out and stuff. Yeah. It's for that one shot. That just one like shot? just, just shot. like Luke worked himself out for the two seconds he was <laughs> yeah. in Force Awakens for Mark right. Hamill. So I, I don't know. I don't know the validity of that, but that just popped in my brain when you mentioned That's that. That's upsetting. But I, I don't want that to be true. I like this idea of we get you know a scoundrel and his alien buddy. He doesn't have to do a lot in this thing, like especially if he's hmm. lending his droid army. He's just gonna be like, "Hello there," say some like sloppy exactly. stuff. Yeah. I kind of like that better, and, yeah. And, and and you know, and let some other people do the work. Yeah, maybe they go. Maybe he and Nine Nub go to pick up the Millennium yeah. Falcon at uh, at uh, at uh, Batu. Yeah. Well, I mean that that would be a pretty big scene for them. But... That'd be yeah. fun. Or you see him kind of just yeah. flying away. Do you guys I... think we're gonna get Hondo and Naka in Episode Nine? Yes. He's super. Old. Really? Yeah. You do? Really? You think so? Because he's in he's in the galaxy. A CG. CG he's character? yeah. Because oh, he's right. he's the one who does the entire flight of the Falcon. Um, ride, right? Because I saw he, someone designing a practical version of his head and things. Because like he's that running, workshop. he's running the shipyard at Black Spire. That's right. Really? Oh yeah, it's canon. It's in the books now, and he's in. And the, what in time the period is this? This is between episodes pre episode nine, post episode eight. So he's old, but he's oh. there. So really, that's the era that it's going to be for. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna. It's looking more and more like it's going to be because they drop it off in the book in Pirates Price. Uh, they drop the Falcon. Uh, Ray and Chewie drop the Falcon off at at uh, Black Spire post Episode Eight to get repairs done. Yeah, and so my guess is Black Spire when you go to Disney takes place during that time period. That's why the Falcon's there. And then my guess is we're going to get a little nice synergistic Black Spire moment when someone has to go pick up the Falcon back from Hondo. So I think we're going to see Hondo. May not wow. get a lot, but we may see huh. him. We may not get any any speaking role, but we may see him in the background or hand over the keys. Right, just, or the dice. Just being some sort of funny shyster in the background, and yeah. like mm-hmm. everyone else, mm-hmm. everyone who has watched it will know, yeah. and everyone else won't even won't care. care. It's just a weird alien in the background, or <laughs> a cool weekly in the background. Yeah. yeah. All right, nice. next rumor. Carrie Russell is reportedly playing a bounty hunter with magenta purplish armor and will look similar to Zam Wessel. Hmm. Huh. Uh, cool. 
I like how it says Sam Wessel. Uh, so <laughs> it does say Sam Wessel. <laughs> <laughs> Autocorrected Sam to Sam. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, like, and, then, and then Grant fixed it as if this is going to be like recorded. <laughs> and in so I'm not going to delete these yeah. notes like, um, immediately. So actually, it's a good idea. You should save them because we can go back and look I, at them I will. like I a year later and see them. what we're talking about. But um, that's interesting. I mean, the only thing about that is we really haven't had much in the way of bounty hunters in the Disney era, have we? No. Yeah. Nothing new. I mean, you in comics, a lot of Tom Pazla. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Bazine Natal. Yeah. Yeah. We had that. Uh, we had reports that, um, Carrie and, and, uh, Adam Driver had shared a scene together earlier in the year. Very, very wobbly, shaky reports that they were together on set. Yeah. But, I mean, I could definitely see Kylo Ren enlisting a bounty hunter to go find some kind of MacGuffin. That'd be cool. Or sure. Character or person or. Yeah. 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 Here's my fear. And this comes straight out of JJ doing Star Trek in the Darkness. <laughs> the All right. I'm not con, I'm not con, I'm not con. Oh, guess what? I'm con <laughs> right. of that movie. And so my fear is they're going to do this this misdirect with Carrie Russell saying, yeah. I'm not Mara Jade, I'm not Mara Jade, I'm not Mara Jade. Surprise. I'm Mara Jade. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to give her like this role as a bounty hunter. And then there's like this, this other reveal of like, I've actually been someone. I've been on the Mara Jade train. I love Mara Jade. Yeah. yeah I'm, cool I think she's cool. The fact that the rumor came out a few weeks ago that she is connected to Luke in some way. Remember we had that? Yeah. Last that was another, another scary, little scary, yeah, yeah. It's connected, which makes me wonder if they're going to do this, Either. but that would have to be flashbacks, I guess. Mm. I mean, Cause we probably don't want like current age her with current age Mark Hamill. That's a little creepy, but like if we did flashbacks, yeah, that would so, work. I don't know. Yeah. I'm still a little weird about JJ with reveals after. Right. It's going to be fine. Everything's cool. I'm very Clean excited about this. for everybody. I am very excited. And that, you know. I mean, we know George was... didn't like Mara Jade. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. JJ wants to put a character George in. George didn't Star like. It's true. And the, fan, and the old school fans do love it. They love so. it. The EU people, man. I don't think new school fans like Mara Jade. I don't think new school fans like a lot of the Legends characters. I think what they want new, new characters. Do you mean like? Do you mean like Not for people who didn't read Legends material or were attached to Legends material? Yeah, anyway. but also but fell into Star Wars. But like the with the Force Awakens and the advent of kind of new Disney era yeah. Star Wars, they so kind of jumped on board in our love. How do you not love right. the old EU guys? Don't you remember the horse uh, Star Star uh, X Wing <laughs> pilot? It. Stop it! That was amazing. I'm not even joking. Like that was but one of my favorite Jay, things. If Mara Jade like, comes back into the fold, I feel like a lot of people that I listen to on other. New Hulk sources Hulk and, Hulk and read on different websites. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna change their tune on it. Yeah, because she's such a cool character. She's such like, a cool character. Oh, there's like this, yeah, half dark, half light. So well, cool. And having this history of Luke being connected to another person, other than just like we've had, these last two movies have basically suggested that he was basically a monk, failed teacher. Right. Like it, like we need a little more in his backstory of like he also, you know, lover, fighter, yeah. poet, warrior. Also, hey, you know <laughs> that brings. Started singing a song Suicidal. in my head. <laughs> um, Suicidal. <laughs> but I you spent know, a lot of time in an exogorth that a lot of people my, don't talk about. So my <laughs> my wife and I were watching Solo. Carly and I were watching Solo, and her big theory now is that Ray is Han's um, granddaughter through Kira, um, and that's why Ray is Han's granddaughter through Kira pre so Kira got pregnant with car with 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 um with Ray's mother or father um during the time of solo or near after and then those that so that's why that's why Han gets off the hook for being a bad parent because he didn't know he had this grandchild running around and you get that connection and so literally she we were watching solo she's like could they have done it now 
Like waiting for the time gap where like oh, yeah. Hop and Kirik had like a he few could. minutes alone. <laughs> I mean, actually, it's, it's, that would be tough because they're the running joke is that like they they almost have that time together, and yeah, and they don't. But my whole thing to to boost her argument is that mm-hmm. this is also not the last time Han and Kira yeah. interact. Right. So so I was I was going to mention this idea of then if you have because then if you want to do this whole like. Who is Ray if we're going to make Ray someone? I'm a big fan of Ray as a nobody. I like that story a lot. Yeah. I think we should stick with that. But if you're going to retcon stuff and make her Luke's daughter, that's where Mara Jade comes in. So do we have Carrie Russell as Ray's mom as 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 Mara Jade-ish and that Luke never knew that he had this daughter yeah. running around? That's how you do it. Yeah. But it, it just it all comes down to whether that's what J.J. Wants. Like how, love, yeah. how in love with that storyline is it? Mm-hmm. What if Ray's a virgin birth, though? What if maybe this is just like a tribal woman? You mean a virgin's who... in the Force? Here we oh, go. I'll, I'll, no, also, also, a also, also, of a certain chosen <laughs> like one. Also, a virgin's in the Force. To... But um, <laughs> what if it? What if it was, I mean, like a lot of I, I used to speculate a lot back in the day after the Force Awakens, and I was. Thinking, you mean like last week? <laughs> I mean, I wish I was still on it. I mean, I used to spend so much time speculating. Well, you have but, a better. Um, you have a better. Sorry, I'm a healthy. I have a healthier relationship with Star Wars now, but um. I always thought to myself that maybe Luke had watched over someone almost as like a caretaker to a woman who had who had become who had there was immaculate conception. She was somehow with child, and he was watching over her as the temple collapsed. It's all this kind of this event oh, that's cool. happens, yeah. things like that, yeah. and then you know had things that, get out of hand. She disappears with possibly yeah. with Loras Santaga, who knows? But and then uh, that would be and, super and, and cool. It's more of like I just don't think like. It's his child. Or well, you get I think your cake it's more and eat so. it too. That exactly. Way, exactly. Yeah. exactly. That would be, that and would there's be. also the flashback of Kylo and crew killing all those those tribesmen. Those like, uh, mm. I think they're called just like, uh, I forget what they're called. Just yeah. like, on Jakku? No, no, no. On the rainy uh, planet. Yeah. They're just killing those guys oh, with those oh. really like those long, those uh, flat brim hats. Those the uh, hats. Constable Zuvia looking dudes. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, they look like constable, constable Zubia. They have these big, yeah. wide brim hats. Right, right. Um, and I always thought that maybe that was the tribe uh, where Ray came from. Like, in the Knights mm. of Ren were, were trying to oh, murdering everyone to find her or this sacred mm. child omen kind of character. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that way you'd have Luke being this kind of father figure, more so like this kind of foster father figure. And yeah. it, it worked way better than just yeah. Mara Jade. Right, and also explains, like, things of... Well, yeah, yeah, totally works. But this idea of like things have hit the fan, and I, I thought, I can't see, I thought it was going to be. I mean, back in the day when I suspected, I thought Snoke would, would was so dark that he would use his own daughter to like fall in love with Luke to to make her fall in love with Luke, and then have Ben witness that love and say, "Hey, love is what brought down the original Jedi," and just do this whole oh, lie wow. and like really build out this twisted lie. Yeah, and but we got none of that. We just kind of have to just fill that in ourselves. Yeah, and I think the problem we always do with speculation, and myself included, is realizing that in its heart, <laughs> I don't know how to say this without being negative, in its heart, Star Wars movies are very simple movies. Right. They're like four quadrant yeah. movies. And in a good way, because they're fairy tales, right? And they're and they're and they're mythic, right? Mm-hmm. And and mythic in a way that's just like that Joseph Campbell's we right. did that whole thing on of like when you take down the Campbellian storytelling, it's not super complex. No. I get called, I deny, I go. Da, 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 yeah, right? Yeah. And so I feel like we, what we want is like giant lore. And I feel like this is from us and from a lot of fans reading all the EU where they build all this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to when you just look at the movies, they're like, boy, boy gets called, boy denies the call. Boy goes, meets girl, girl, right. well, my well, sister. Like, you know, right. it's like, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. like it's very like, like there's not, 
it's hard to find a time if you except if you look at the prequels where there's a long conversation about lore. It's usually right. just yeah. lore sprinkled drops. Like even when like Lucas talking to Yoda or Lucas talking to Obi Wan, when you break it down to like paragraph form, they're short. Like the right. amount of words said. So, but I mean, and and going with that, Campbell said that the next step in mm. the uh, in the journey towards uh, our, our kind of next modern myth is to to um, to implement or to add the, the computer or the machine to the mm. story mm. and figure out what that means mythologically. And George Lucas did that in Vader being half cybernetic. Yeah. And a lot of the machine or the right. computers explored in his suffering with technology. And maybe you maybe you are of the high class or the kind of the, the ruling class, but you're you're also being uh, kind of tormented by this technology that you're, yeah. you're right. trapped within or, yeah. or you're using. Uh, technological tr- terror in the Death Star, and right, right. all these kind of things. So there's a lot going on there, but I think I think you can push the myth even forward even more so by doing like exploring kind of like split personalities, like mm-hmm. schizophrenia, like a dark light person, someone who is both dark and light. I thought Snoke is going to be half light, half dark almost, you know, but but think he's enacting justice, but he's not. He's he's just being a tyrant, you know. Yeah. What I mean, like I almost think like you can push it forward. Like with split, if he was split personality, that would be different than the Emperor. Yeah. But he's the emperor. Yeah, he just is the emperor. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, think there's ways to there's ways to push Quato. there's ways to push the myth forward. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's definitely right. And I mean, the other option which we've seen is sort of using droids as like this para, I don't know allegory for you know uh, alternate sexuality, yeah. alter mm-hmm. you know like yeah minority you know yeah it's it's just it's a great way a science fictiony mm-hmm. way to sort of look at you know gender and race. Um, in a different, you know, different way. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like that a lot. Great. Did you? Am I stealing this from you or stealing from someone else? This idea that Snoke might be Luke's exercise dark side. Yeah, no, that's from me. I was, okay, that was my. That was my. I'm like, I'm not uploaded, smart enough to make that up. That was my so. up- uploaded to speculation. Because <laughs> I was just like, that's really interesting, right? This idea because we know that Luke's dabbled with the dark side, and like, did yeah. he just like? Do yeah, this thing, get, rid, like, of it, get yeah. rid of it, and then it became fully formed in Snoke or something. Again, too deep, I think, for a movie. But yeah, way too idea. deep for general audiences. It's just not, it's not a four quadrant idea. I mean, you want to get yeah. under twenty five and over twenty five demos, both male and female. It's like the under twenty five is just not going to care about that. No. Um, but I nonetheless, mean, I think I thought it was would be super interesting if it, if Leia was trying to enlist Luke's help with you know regulating the new Republic and regulating kind of these outer rim territories, things like that, where it's, there's unruly, you know, governors mm. and then there's just cry, the criminal syndicates and things like that. And be like, Oh, Luke, can you go strong arm these people? You're a Jedi after all. Right. And then him being like, wow, no matter which way I go in life, I'm going to be forced to, uh, these unbalanced paths where I have to hurt people or I have mm. to cause yeah. harm or I have to change the history or whatever. And I feel like that's where that whole idea came from. Of, yeah. Like I have to go exercise this nonsense. Yeah. Me. And, Nice well, I liked it. Yeah, it's so good that it, it boiled itself into my brain without realizing good, where it came good. from. So, good, good storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I, that was actually based on the crate rumor. Like when they're talking about shooting in uh, Brazil, or they're shooting the salt, the salt uh, flats in Chile or whatever. I was mm. like, oh, I was like, oh, and there's like when it rains there, apparently you can see the sky. Like there's a reflection off the, okay. the rain, and you can actually see the clouds in the sky perfectly, as if it's reflecting off like a you know lake or whatever. And uh, I was thinking to myself, what if it's like a mirror world? And that's where he does the exercise. I read into way too much. I did not take things with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I'm glad I did because they're all still there and all timestamps. So. Well, that's fun. I'll look back on them one day. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it? Uh, one more. Um, <laughs> Let's do one more. One more. 
So, oh, that's not it. Sorry what that guys. So C-3PO. Oh. It's rumored that C-3PO will be wielding some sort of weapon, armament, or ordinance. And could possibly be in an action sequence. Or Thank scene. you for saving this for last. <laughs> like, on purpose? Uh, there's, that's that's all that they explained. In the I, I imagine him with like a shoulder launcher or oh, something like. I was know. thinking like railgun from like Terminator, yeah, like all the yeah. exoskeletons, yeah. like just having a railgun. Um, I hope not. Like I think <laughs> yeah. literally out of every other rumor, this is the one I'd least want to see. But yeah. I do like. I think we talked about like General Three PO. Like I do like yeah. him being elevated and like right. yeah. given some honorific. But I don't know yeah. about him. We did see him fighting. in the the Petronaki Arena. Shooting her a yeah. blaster. I mean, it'd be nice if he gave him some backbone, like his newfound, like as people have more faith in him, yeah. he becomes a, you know, sort of the cowardly lion, lion fouting his yeah. heart or tin man, whatever. Right. But um, I mean, so I mean, if he wields a blaster and defends himself, I mean, that would be insane. That could be fun, right? Like I'm thinking yeah. of ways, like if there is like a, a moment where, like, it's it's that classic scene where everyone's just kind of like in a room being held at gunpoint by like stormtroopers or something yeah. and they're ignoring the droid and yeah, 3PO just, just goes like, <laughs> and everyone just like stops and looks over at 3PO yeah. and just yeah. like smoking blasters. Just, just says like, something like very I can't do 3PO but very 3PO is. Yeah. He's so yeah. ancillary. I would love for him to do something that's like clutch fun. to like, yeah. the yeah. story the yeah. plot like oh if he does if he does that it's going to save mm-hmm. the heroes. It's awesome. Yeah I mean because it's they do it really well in the new expanded universe. Yeah. But they've never done it in the show. He's always sort of plays the same foil over and over again. Yeah. But like, I mean, it would be it would have been cool if in the Force Awakens we knew that that droid was re- radioing back to C three PO. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, in in time, the droid in Takadana. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a cool detail. It is. And like to, to let him know he yeah. has a, a place of stature instead totally. of just being a jester. Yeah. Well, cool. What a large round of rumors that yeah. was. Thanks was very much for going through that with us. Yes. Um, that was super fun. Um, and who knows what we'll hear next week. Who knows, but we have 302 days until episode nine. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to start the countdown. Get used to it, guys. I love it. I love the countdown. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thanks so much for listening to us. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. And make the may the force be with you. Or make it be with you. <laughs> or may Force not, the force <laughs> to be with you. <laughs> make it be with you. Goodbye. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Yeah.